What's going on, everybody? It's draft day. The day is finally here. But before we get into all of that, we got something to talk about, right? It, it was it was some big news last night. Mm-hmm. So, somewhat of a blockbuster, if you will. Oh, oh, what's up, Damo? You, <laughs> you <laughs> what's going on? How you feeling? I'm good. I'm good. I, I see we on troll timing. Hey, fluent, love the cup. Go. <laughs> Thanks, man. Cheers, Damo. Damo came in the door with that smirk, like he just got finished doing some nonsense, <laughs> like he up to something. Don't think we don't know what time it is, B. <laughs> All right, man. Let's let's get into it, man. It was it was a big three team trade last night. Well, big for some franchises, smaller for others. But Christos Porzingis is now a Celtic. Marcus Smart is now a Grizzly, and uh, Tyus Jones has made his way to Washington D.C. to play for the Wizards. How are we feeling about this right from the top, fellas? Boston it, should be very happy. That's my opinion. Bo- Boston, 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 should, be Boston should be very happy. Yeah. I, I think they get they get the best player in the draft. Player in the trade, excuse me. They get the best player in the trade and two first-round picks. When does that happen? Um, so they, they're going to be happy. I think that he's going to bring a different element to that Celtics team, which is really going to help them. I don't think they're done, by the way. I'll say this about Washington. They don't seem to know what they're doing, but Tyus Jones, if he's their if he's their starting point guard, they could do worse. So it depends again, depends what they do next. Depends what they do next. But it feels like they don't know what they're doing. But maybe they're maybe they play in chess and we think if they play in checkers and they got ten more trades coming because have you seen that roster? Ugh. I think Whoa. that's the I think that's the plan. They're trying to be terrible. Okay. They're trying to tank. They're they're trying yeah. to tank. Um I mean I've said it before, I've said it here. We never know what these teams are thinking. Uh, I, I've said it before. GMs make terrible decisions all the time. And I was told, hey, man, stick to doing your job and let them do their job. Well, their job is getting no first-round picks. I don't understand how walking <laughs> out of this trade, and I said it in the group chat as soon as it happened, how did Washington walk away with no first-round picks? You get a second, a high second-rounder. You get Tyus Jones. You're buying out CP3. You're potentially buying out Danilo. I mean, I get it. You're trying to tank, and something's better than nothing. But I just feel like it could have been better for them. I don't understand how the Celtics are keep they're doing this to franchises. How are you walking in? You're like, I want the best player, and oh yeah, give me two of your picks, Memphis. Give me two of your picks as well. It's rigged. It's rigged for them damn Shamrocks. It's rigged. Well, I would I wouldn't say that too much. They had to give up the defensive (laughs) former defensive player of the year, and they had to give up the heart and soul of their team. Now that team wasn't going nowhere. They had, to me, they maxed out with the roster they had. They maxed out. Guys were getting older, so they had to take a gamble. Uh, Porzingis is a guy who people see has a lot of potential, but he hasn't lived up to that potential in years. So this is a gamble for them. I mean, Ticket, your mic going in and out. Like, we can hear you, Ticket, then we can't hear yeah. you. Uh, so your, all right, your so mic hold, going hold on, in and out. All right, hold on one second. So well, while he fixes his now? mic, while he fixes his mic, Let's let's not forget. Let's keep this in perspective when we're talking. Mm-hmm. This was their second trade, right? Because they had a different trade where they kept smart and they were trading Brogdon, but because um, uh, they were worried about his health, I, I forget who was getting Brogdon. It was the Clippers. Was the Clippers. The Clippers. The Clippers. Yeah. So so just hey, hey, y'all hear me? Let, let me know if y'all can. Now you hot. Now you hot. You back to now you hot. Now you hot. Hey, influent. Obviously, the Clippers should be concerned about health issues and whatnot. Based on what who you, they got over there. Nah, hey, wrong. What I was, the like, like you were saying, Ticket. No, what I was saying was that, listen, Porzingis is a gamble. 
I mean, you got the first, you got two first, uh, based off the fact that you gave up the player who had, had uh, you know, Marcus Smart, former defensive player of the year, uh, been on a team that's had a lot of success, and they needed that. Memphis was in dire need of a guy. This saves John Morant. Uh, this move right here puts maturity in a guy who's, uh, you know, uh, played a high level of basketball beside John Morant. So I, this is a major move. Uh, so to me, you're not the first round picks for them is going to be irrelevant because they're going to be a, a good team. Uh, so I think that they felt like it was worth getting a guy like Marcus Smart in there. So when John comes back, I think this straightens a lot of stuff out because you're basically replacing Dillian, Dillon White or Dillon Brooks, excuse me, with uh, with with Marcus Smart. I, that's 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 a, that's a big win to me. And and like well, I said ja before, ticket, I, when Ja comes back, when Ja comes back, like Tyus Jones, like was the backup to Ja. No, no, but are he's you, a start you, though. No, he's starting. When he comes back, when he comes back, are you are you thinking Marcus Smart and Ja are playing together? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. Because here's the thing: they're not finished yet. They may go out to Chris Middleton. They're not finished yet. So you got to look at those reports. They're not finished. Memphis, that was just a first move. The same way that the Celtics, they're not finished. I think they got another move coming too. Uh, they got to, they're going to have to get up off of Robert Williams or, or Al Horford. So, and I think it's going to probably be Robert Williams. So they're going to, they're going to, they got more moves coming too. Um, you ain't got to look at that because now Robert Williams minutes and, and out, they like big out. They want big out in the locker room for the leadership and just for everything he brings to the table. Robert Williams is a guy they don't, they're going to have to pay down the line. At some point, and they don't want to pay him. He's an injury-prone guy, so they're going to have to get rid of him. They're going to get off him because they're they're committing to Kristaps Porzingis. He opted into his thirty-six million Damo. So you're looking like that. Uh, let me school you to the game. They're gonna they're gonna sign him to an extension, and that means they're not going to be able to sign Robert Williams to the extension that he's going to want when his time comes up. And I wouldn't if I was the, the Celtics either because he's been injury-prone in and out the lineup and unreliable most of the time. So yeah, uh, and then when you look at the Wizards, the Wizards are just trying to blow it up. Uh, you know. It's not bad management. The Wizards seen where we're going. It's nowhere fast. We'd rather blow it up, not waste this money, get all the way under the cap, and just build through the draft again and, 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 and try to build through, you know what I'm saying, uh, 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 the draft uh, over the next few years. I think they're just going to completely start over. And Chris Paul, they're not buying him out. They're going to trade him and get assets for him. Uh, a team is going to, to, to trade for Chris Paul, so they're not buying. They've already said they're not buying Chris Paul out, that they're willing to hold on to him until they get something for him. And I believe they will get something for him. So I, I think they will get a few good pieces back that they want for, for Chris Paul. That's the reason why I think they made a deal. And you got to remember, the dudes that are, that are doing these deals, they got deep contacts around the NBA. So it's a favor for a favorite. Don't ever think that they're doing something without something else in mind. When you're talking about agents and you're talking about guys who, who have had these, these type of ties around the league, they got people Do this who for me, right? Do this for me yeah. right now, and I'm going to get you on the Do back you guys, end. Do this for me right now, and I'll take care of you later with this. I got it. I, I don't, I don't it know is. this. I don't know this part. Do you guys know? Because if the deal didn't happen by yesterday at midnight, uh, Porzingis, I believe, becomes a free agent. Yeah. Is it right. because of the trade they get more time now? Is that what happens? They extend that? Or does he have to re-sign with them? Like what? No, no, no. He's gonna. They're gonna do a. They're gonna do an extension. I think he opted in, and then they're just gonna extend it. Oh, okay. So because of the trade, that's the plan. It's an automatic opt-in, and then they can read. They can sign him to a longer-term deal. That's why they. That's why they got to get rid of Robert Williams. That's why they're getting rid of Robert Williams because you can't pay Robert Williams while you got Porzingis there making. Because Porzingis is gonna get. He's probably. He's gonna take up the rest of that money they got. They're gonna have a financial issue too because they got to pay. Uh, and, and this this lets me know something right here, bro. Bro, 
They, what y'all said yesterday, Fluent, you and Chilltown, is dead serious. Old boy is on the clock. They're making major moves like this. Cockeyed, if he, if, if he starts out bad, he's out of there, bro. And I can see a move where Doc comes back and takes over or Sam Cassell moves up and takes the head job. They've already got that in place. I'm telling y'all this. He the, the moves they're making now, and, and, and don't be surprised. Don't be surprised if there's a surprise sign and trade type of deal with Jalen Brown. You never know, man. You never know, bro. I, so I think. Well, 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 let well. me ask you a quick question, right quick, and everybody up here. Do you think that's that's good for uh for for the coach over there, or do you think that's bad for him? Would that's you good for him because he's not he's not he should have never. With he should have never had that opportunity. He should have never had that opportunity. He wasn't ready, bro. He was thrown into that. He was not. He did not have the experience. He wasn't ready. He, it, bro, that that was just a bad. Bro, he he was sitting behind the bench as an assistant. He wasn't even on the front bench as an assistant. Now, let's be honest. And I don't want nobody to take this the wrong way. The only reason why they did that because he's black. So they were doing. They were putting a black coach out. So they wanted to put another black coach in to make it seem like they wasn't trying to do too dirty. To uh, Ime Udoka, so they said, "Well, let's just bring, because they could have brought any of those assistant coaches that was on the bench in the front with him and made them the, well, the next let's, guy." Let's, up. let's get a little bit. Let's get a little bit of history before I, before you keep going, ticket. I don't want to cut you off, but right. well, let's get a little bit. Let's get a little bit of history on 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 Missoula. Missoula initially was handpicked by Danny Ainge with the Boston Celtics, but he passed on the job originally. And the reason why he passed on the job originally because he already had a job that he committed to in college as a D two coach. So he had already passed on that job because Danny ain't he, he was Danny Ainge's guy. So when that contract was up, that's when he got on the crew. But Danny Ainge ends up taking the job, the general manager job and the president's job with the Utah Jazz. He's still on the crew. Now, when he when, when Udoka gets hot, when Udoka gets fired, they don't really have any other options. So it's not like he jumped the line. I want to say I want to. No, no, they, they could have went to the assistant. They could have went straight to the top assistant coach or right. they could have went and hired a coach with experience off the or, bat. You could have went and got I'm, an experience too. Easy. That's the that's the point that I'm that's the point that I'm making. Ticket. So the top assistant was Damon Stoudemire. Well, he was already gone. He ended up taking the Georgia Tech job. So with him taking the Georgia Tech job, so now that leaves Missoula. So with Missoula, no, 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 no. There's still other coaches that was on the bench though. Chill. He was sitting behind the bench. And then right. check this out, Chill. Check this out. Yeah, but but Listen, hold on. Ticket. I think part of it. I think part of it though too. Let me just go. I'm going to do two steps. One is most GMs are going to bring in their own guy. That was Danny Ainge's guy. Yes. But I think the, the thought process, don't forget back then we were talking about this. The thought process was, wasn't that Hidoka was going to be gone forever, right? Like, I really believe they thought it was going to be a, either a shorter suspension or right. Like, he wasn't going to be gone forever. So, right. so bringing in a guy, like you said, Ticket, bringing in a guy who was standing behind the bench, it's easy to bring him in and say, hey, it's interim and then put him back. Because right. if you bring up an assistant, it's hard, right? If an assistant does well to then move him out. So I thought, I thought part of it was, we can bring him up and then put him back. No one will care because he's not the head assistant. Be and then what the rest of the stuff happened and Udoka just became. Because to gone. your point, because to your point, ticket, Udoka, this was supposed to be something that just blew over. This was supposed to be something that after a year, he was going to come back. This thing wasn't going to be that big a deal, only except it got blown up. And once it got blown up and now they got to hire somebody and they got to hire somebody now and hold on to him. But now the fact that this Because remember, team, they didn't fire him. Right? Remember, no, he wasn't. He was suspended. Fire. He was not fired. He was suspended. But now that this team, now that they've now that they've bolstered this roster, the leash on the leash on Missoula is really short. He's definitely well, he definitely has to produce now. Now, I did hear something shorter, that was and it's shorter too, right? Because he's not this GM's yes. guy. You said it. Danny Ainge handpicked him. Danny yes, that's correct. 
that that is but hold correct. on, but he's of Danny Ainge though. He's of Danny Ainge, uh Brad Stevens. Danny Ainge Brad Stevens handpicked Danny he's Ainge disciple. too. So he's a disciple. He, no, no, I, I think he, he, is, could, he is I, I think he still could be feeding them, feeding them info fluent. And and, and right. back to uh Donald yeah, said something about the Wizards. I disagree. I think the Wizards are doing the perfectly right thing. I think the Wizards are blowing that stuff up. They ain't going nowhere. They knew they wasn't going nowhere. So they said, look, let's just blow this entire thing up. Get all get rid of get off all these guys. And, and listen, they took a loss with Bradley Bill. They could have got more for him, but they they honored the time that he had spent with them those years. So they let him go when he wanted to go and took that deal, knowing that they're going to get something back for that in the future. Remember, they're family over there with Phoenix Suns. That's family. So now I scratch your back. So now when I need you, you're going to be there for me down the line. When I need to make another deal, I need something to get done. This is how big business goes. So. Sometimes when you say guys are stupid, no, they're smarter than you. They're just thinking a few steps ahead. And nope. also with the Washington, also with the Washington Wizards, uh, you got to say this, bro. I, hey, what they did, Beal was getting in nowhere. They got off of Porzingis. They did what he wasn't going to be a part of what they wanted to do in the future. You understand what I'm saying? So now you've basically cleaned the slate. Do you re-sign Kyle Kuzma? He wants thirty million. And do you start over with guys like Kuz and the young guys? I think that they, I think they try to re-sign Kuzma, or I think they try to maybe go out and 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 and, and um and get a guy like uh, uh try to bribe a guy like Chris Middleton or somebody to come over there, bro. Mm. They got space now, so, so I, I just again I, I feel like they did what they had to do. Again, something's better than nothing. But right. at the end of the day, looking at what they got in return for Bradley Bill, which I understand there was no trade clause. I get that, uh, uh no trade clause. So they was at Bradley Bill's whim. Wherever he wanted to go, he had to go. Cool. But for KP. I mean, I, I'm not going to go back on thinking that realistically they could have probably got something more than just – Hold on. What did they get for KP? They got KP and they, what else, they, bro? They basically got Tyus Jones. They got – what, Tyus Jones? They got a uh, second-round second pick, the, 30, the 35th, 35th pick, overall pick. And they got Danilo and Mike Muscala. And with Danilo, I doubt he's – I probably think he's a – well, no, they're buying up Chris Paul. I don't know how many guys you can buy out at once. Don't be surprised so, if Danilo no, is back got, with but, the Celtics. But here's the don't, thing, Don't Donald, be surprised if they buy him out and he come back to the Celtics. The, most important, that thing, the most important thing that they got was bad. Because remember mm -hmm. I told you guys this, I want to say two weeks ago, the worst thing you can be is mid. Because then you don't get good draft picks. You don't get – there's nothing. So what they did was they got bad, and I think they're gonna mm -hmm. they're gonna cut, release, re you know trade as many of these pieces that they can. These CP3s, the Gallinaros, those guys. I I think they maybe try to sign and trade Kuzman if you say he's a free agent versus mm -hmm. keeping him and building around him. Mm -hmm. I think they're in full kind of tank mode, which isn't a bad thing. And just quickly on the on the on the Grizzlies, mm -hmm. I told you they were gonna start making some moves. Remember I said when we said. Who's a, a team that we don't mm -hmm. expect to make some moves? Yeah, told you it was going to be. You did say that. You, you did say that. I so, dis I disagree with Ticket. I, I I disagree with Ticket on the on the on the Robert Williams logic. The reason why I disagree with you with that Ticket is because what we're going to do is we're going to showcase him, just like you talked about Chris Paul. So Chris Paul now getting traded to Washington, that money is guaranteed. So they're not eating any of that money. Chris Paul isn't eating any of that money. So what they're going to do is they're going to showcase him. Well, the same thing is going to happen in Boston. They're going to showcase Robert Williams. They're not going to give him up right now. No. No, 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 no. What they're going to do is they're going to showcase him because now we got a three-big man rotation. Just so you know, Porzingis is, I think he's fourth in the league in post points per game. So now you got a rotation of both Hoffman, Porzingis, and Robert Williams. You got your defender. 
You got your vet in Hoffman, and you got your low post scorer in Porzingis, who can also step out. So that's going to make Robert Williams look even better, which is going to up his trade value because he's not going to have to play as much. So because he's not going to have to play as much, now what's going to happen to him is he's going to look a lot better to other people. So that means more first-round picks. That means maybe another guard. So they're not just going to trade him right now. I'd be really surprised if they traded him right now. I think that's good for their rotation, though. I think that's really good for the Boston Celtics rotation because they get to play different. Now, remember, Missoula, all he had on his crew, his best players were guards, which would explain why they were shooting the long ball like they were. But now you got a big guy in Porzingis who now I can dump it into him and go to him for buckets, even though he can stretch the defense, but I can, I can throw the ball into him in the post and we can change the offense up, which goes back to your original point and, and my original point about why Missoula, the leash is short on him because all of these pieces that he needs to be better and enhance that offense, it's there. And the defense is there also. I, we'll, we'll get into we'll get into the other stuff about uh, Malcolm Brogdon and that stuff in a minute. But as of right now, I do disagree with that point ticket about you talking about um, I, I, them, them moving off of Robert Williams. Well, I disagree because I think Robert Williams is going to want an extension. Isn't he up for an extension after the season? Yes, he is. Yeah, he I is. think they're, they're going to get they're going to get rid of him because they don't want it. They're not going to want to face that. They're going to leave that to another team to, to, to face. That, is, that, is that this you know, summer? Is his extension? No, 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 no. I'm talking about before the season. Yeah, before the season start, I think Robert Williams will be moved. I don't think the Celtics are finished uh, with that, and I think he's going to yeah, be moved. Robert, Robert I, Williams I, is tied down to 2026. If he's not oh, okay, well, did he, he's, did he, he got hold on. He, what is he, what is he making? He signed, he signed like a four year, 40 million. Like you know what, Mars? You're right, and it was for a little bit of money. They did get him on the cheap. Why right, would they Mars? move Horford? I, I'm confused. Yeah. Horford's like 40 years old. Why would they not be looking to move? No, because Horford? well, well because already, you just moved. Hold on, hold on. What's you wrong with 40 been, Domo? You, What's you wrong already, with 40 Domo? You already moved the hardest over your team, and it's already looking like yeah, he's like 40, he's like 38, but you already turned the hardest over your team. You are in what you call it. They're very. That's why though. Oh, stop right there, That's why. Let, let him finish. Take it. Hold up, right quick. Let him finish. Let him finish. Jeez. Horford's only getting older. I don't know how. I mean, I understand he's one of those veteran guys that you need. He plays his role. That's fine. But they are really high on Robert Williams. I don't know. I haven't heard anything or seen anything to allude to the fact that they would be even willing to trade Robert Williams. When it comes hey, Ron, to why you don't stop nobody and tell them to let me finish? You only yeah, they gave you instructions to do this to me. Don't nobody cut you off. A goddamn lie. I got it on video. Hold on. I have it on video. I, I have it on video. That's a lie. I have it on video. I have it on video. But no, hold on. Damo, I wanted to cook Damo. I wanted to cook Damo ass before he moved on because Damo's capping once again. Oh, that's no the way, reason. Hold no on. Way. That's the reason why. You're that's the reason why they're keeping off. Forty-five seconds, and you're ready to cut them off. But you have five. Oh. Oh, oh. Hold on. Let, let, let's go hold on. Keep get, get going, Damo. Let's get back. Let's get back to the Hoffman logic. I want to. I want to stay on this. Get back to the Hoffman logic. Keep keep as you were saying, Damo. Because I think I think Hoffman is thirty-seven, something like that. And I I think he has left on his contract. Now, if it's one two years, maybe they'll run out. He's got. He's got two. He's got two. So he's got two yeah, more I think, years. I think they deal. Year. I think they deal with Robert Williams next summer. Nope. They deal. I think they deal with Robert Williams now, and you keep. And here's the reason so why, why you keep why, out. Okay, ticket. Why, 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 can't why, can't, why can't Let me, let me ask you a question. Why, 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 that's that's what I'm thinking that's too, Mark. If you got Robert Williams, if you got Robert Williams on the cheap for two years, right, and you can have him play out this year, and then decide what you want to do next summer. Why would you move him for someone who's probably a lesser player or a more expensive player when you know you got him and he's good in his role on the cheap? There's okay. No, there's no incentive for them unless. Oh yeah, it is. Oh yeah, it is. With an offer. It is. And I'm gonna break what's you down. The, what, 
Well, here's the, the reason why. Here's the reason why. Here's the reason why. You probably would have did that if you didn't have to give up Marcus Smart. But since you gave up the leadership of Marcus Smart, the last leader, the last real leader that you had to hold the locker room together is Al Horford. He's the guy that when you brought him back over there to shut this guy back on the ship from when he came over to Philly. Keep so if you get rid of both of your, hold on, if you get rid of both of your leaders, now you got a serious problem. With Robert Williams, the reason why you probably gonna come out Robert Williams is because you don't want to have two injury prone dudes like Porzingis and Robert Williams on your team getting major minutes because Robert Williams, for one, isn't gonna play fifty games, and Porzingis has an injury history of his own. So why would I get rid of an older dude who's going to play more than those guys when both of those guys have a big-time injury risk to their name? So I can move off Robert Williams because guess what? He does have trade value. He has more value than what uh, uh, Al Horford has. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, I'm going to finish cooking cook you, dude. I'm going to finish cooking your ass. He's a more tradable contract, and he has more trade value than old-ass Al Horford does at this point. Al Horford's value is with the Boston Celtics because of what the lead that he brings to that team. Now, if you didn't get rid of Marcus Smart, then you got me because then, then, he's, a, then he's expendable. But you don't get rid of the last leader that you have in that locker room because those are the two guys that held the locker room together. I'm, I'm with That's why. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. Here, but here's the thing. Why, why, bottom not, on these why, not, why, not, why not keep them all? Because they're on the – Al Horford and Williams are, are cheap. So why not keep them all knowing that Horford's old, Robert Williams and Porzingis do have a, uh, a injury history, but Porzingis is, I think, coming off his healthy season last year. So you're betting on him being healthy. But why not keep them all in case they get hurt? Because you can afford to have all three and just have that's your that's your big man rotation. Why do you yeah. have well, to get rid of one? Hold on, well, hold because on, you have to get rid of you have to get rid of now. You have to get you have to get rid of you have to use Robert Williams to get you a backup point guard option now because no, of what was just reported. Hold on, let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Because of what was just reported this morning about Malcolm Brogdon, they say Malcolm Brogdon's injury is more serious than anybody thought. So now. If you're the Celtics, they're, they're saying, look, his injury was so bad that the Clippers shut the whole deal down. That's how bad his injury was. They said this dude dealing with okay, a more so serious your, your theory is, Your theory is Williams for a guard because because they were very guard heavy. That's why they went for... No, 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 no. I'm right. They're going to give up Williams to get more depth because you're going to lose Grant Williams to free agency. You you not you can't really trust yeah. Malcolm Brogdon going forward. He's been he's been injured, and they're saying now they just reported that Malcolm Brogdon his his injury situation is much more serious than what anybody thought. Right, but here's, here's so you're losing those two guys. Right. Yeah, yeah, but here's the here's the problem with that. They said we need to get rid of a guard and bring in a big because we're too guard heavy, and we need to and we need more bigs. That's what Boston said when they made the trade. If they then trade one of their bigs for another guard, they're back in the exact same situation that they said they were trying to get out of. So that it just doesn't make sense with what they're saying. They're saying was we need to get rid of a guard and bring in a big. If they then get rid of a big and bring in another guard, they're back to where they started. And on no, top of that, well, and, on, and, 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 and on top of that logic, on top of that logic, with the big three, with, with the three bigs that you have with the rotation, that makes us better than all of these front lines in the Eastern Conference. All of that them. With and, and they're thinking of Denver, right? They're they're thinking this. They're thinking of the East, and if they get to Denver, they need to be big, right? Because they saw what happened mm -hmm. to Miami not having enough bigs, right? So and, they're, and like, they're thinking ahead. And and like I said, with what was what was one of the biggest gripes on the Boston Celtics? They shot the long ball the way that they did. Well, now when you add Porzingis to the lineup, a guy who's in the top five in the league and points per game in the post, now that brings a different dynamic to our game. We also with Robert Williams now, like I just said, he doesn't have to play as much because now we got a big man rotation of these three guys. Hoppet doesn't have to play as much. 
Porzingis is going to take some life off. Porzingis is going to put some life on him, just like he's going to put life on Porzingis, and he's going to make him more viable to the offense. I think this is really good for them. On top of that, you got Robert Williams on the cheap. So there's no reason to trade him right now as opposed to next summer or in the middle of the season. I just I'm not even considering trading Robert Williams because this is the, same, the, the, the reason why this is the reason the same reason why the same reason why I'm not considering trading Robert Williams is the same reason why Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown were demanding that Robert Williams played more during the playoffs. Like, why is he not starting? Why is he not playing more? And the reason why they were feeling like that is because how much better they are defensively. So there's no reason why I want this dude off the floor, let alone off, let alone off my roster. No way am I doing that. Well, yo, Mars, last uh, uh, hold up, right, right, yeah, take yeah, it. Hold yeah, on, yeah, hold yeah. on. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna get to you. yo, Mars. I want to hear what would you do in this scenario if you're the Celtics? Like literally everything. What you're, you're, you're the, you're the GM slash coach right now. You're Brad Stevens. What do you do? Do you trade anybody? Do you, do you keep it as is? Is it another player that you're looking to bring in? Um, the only person I might trade is probably Malcolm Brogdon if his injury is that concerning. But I don't know if you can really move him if his injury is that concerning. But I'm keeping the front call. I'm keeping KP. I'm keeping Rob Brown. I'm keeping um, Al Horford. JT and Jalen Brown. I'd trade Jalen Brown, but I don't think they're going to make that much of a drastic change. So I'd, you keep Jalen Brown. Um, and then Grant Williams probably leaves anyway. So then you probably just get like a mid-level wing, uh, whoever that may be. Um, but the only well, like Gallinari comes back, yeah. That's the only why, real contribution I think, I think is trading Brogdon. Other than that, I think they'd probably just stay how it is. I think right now they have a team good enough to compete. I like what Fluent said about keeping their bigs to go against Denver. That's what I was thinking while I was sitting here in silence. Because, um, I think if you're gonna if you're gonna look at the landscape of the league, the best team arguably are the teams with the bigs, the Bucks, and then you also got Denver. Some people would say Philly, but we'll see about them later. But if you want, if you want to go against bigs, you're going to need a, a big front line, and I think you're going to need as many bigs as you can. This going small idea, I don't think that's the way to go anymore. So mm -hmm. I think Boston know that, and that's why they've gone and made their team bigger. And do I think they're probably still going to be chucking threes because KP can shoot, probably? But do I think that's best for them? Probably not. But I think that's what they're going to end up doing. They're just going to have KP shooting like seven threes a game, which I think is probably going to hurt them more. But that's that's what I would do. If I was Man, Ron, let me let me cook these bamas. First, I'm going to say this again. Robert Williams played 35 games this year. His ass is out, bro. Stop capping, man. They're going to pack. And when they package him up, all these dudes can come in here and get on their knees and apologize to me because I'm always right. They always wrong. And you guys never put that shit on the shorts when I'm cooking their ass and I'm always right. Yes, they do. I told yes, you. I do. came here and told them. I came here and told them the other day that KD and Booker conspired to go get Bradley Beal. They called me cap. I was right. Did anybody put the short up on you on YouTube for me cooking their ass on that? No, y'all let them get away with that. But do y'all so put stuff up? Trade we look bad. Trade Williams, you're gonna no, go back. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh yeah, hey Floyd. Guess what? Yeah, because guess why they're gonna trade Williams? He's their best asset they got left to get other pieces on the team. Listen, when you I, think, I don't think about they, it, bro, they, they not need anymore. Williams, I don't feel they need any other. Like in their minds, they don't need anything else. That's my opinion. Bro, they do need something else, bro. Listen, what how can you what do, else do they need? Ticket? What else do the they guy need? Played, ticket? Hold on, a guy that's reliable. The man played 35 games last year, and then in the last game, on the, the last game, the man couldn't even play, was throwing up the whole game. He had to leave the game. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. But chill, chill. Wait, that's not, that's not, hold on. That's not my whole point. My whole point is every single year is something new with this guy. 
It's an right. injury. It's something. Listen, listen. I want you to think about this. Well, Robert Williams. How many years? Robert, how many hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Robert Williams been in the league five years. He's played right. 32, 29, 52, 61, and 35 games. His right. ass is gone, man. I can't depend on no guy like that. But guess what? He has the most trade value. Now, yeah. when he gets moved, I, I am going to be the man, the myth, the mofo legend once again on this channel. Go ahead. All right. All right. His first year, was he not? I don't even think he was what getting ticked like that his rookie year. Was he not? He wasn't, like, I don't, mm -hmm. he wasn't getting ticked like that. Now and, the second, and, and he didn't. Can I, can I, and can I just say, 30, minutes, 30 right. minutes talking about the Celtics as a Laker fan? Tough. Dude. Dude. Get over it, Tone. Get over <laughs> it. Because I'm 100% confident if we was in here talking about the Lakers, you'd be right in front of the camera. So I don't want to hear your nonsense. I'd be ready. Get I'd over be ready it. Y'all <laughs> hear me? And and, and, yeah. and now that and and, up, and that now up, the fact boy? that what I moke the fact that now this this Robert, I'm, not, I'm sorry, this Malcolm Brogdon issue, which we really shouldn't be surprised about, because just so you guys know, this season that just passed, this is the most the most games he's played. This season, since his rook year, not only is this the most what? games, yes, it's the most games he's played this right season now, since his rook year, and this is the least amount of minutes he's played since his rook year, which would explain why he's healthy, right? So we also talking about a dude. I think his elbow. I think it's. I think we're looking at something like Tommy John, like what baseball players have. So it might be a lot more serious than they letting on. And the Clippers okay. is like, we already got enough nonsense over here dealing with Leonard. We got enough nonsense dealing with Paul George. There's no reason for us to get involved in that. Which now compounds them trying to move off of him because yeah, now, course, because now he's damaged goods, which we all knew that. We all knew that Malcolm Brogdon was damaged goods anyway. The fact that this season he played Washington as many games as he him. played, people people kind of forgot that this dude stayed hurt. He stayed hurt. So I think the I, I think that the Celtics would probably benefit holding on to him and just managing his minutes. And he'll get and, and and let's be clear, guys. He will get over the the idea of being traded because last I checked, Robert Ory was traded to Detroit for Sean Elliott, and the trade fell through. He came back and they won the NBA championship in back to back seasons. Rob, Malcolm Brogdon will get over get over being traded and and the deal falling through. He'll get over that. Really? I, I think you're just I think you're just yes. happy about this deal because they got a third team involved. Um, yeah, um, they did get a third team involved. <laughs> <laughs> so, nah. What's up, Mookie? How how you living today? Mook, what up, brother? What up, man? Salute everybody, man. Uh. Yeah, man, I, I'm, I'm I'm disappointed yesterday, man, because the Clippers. I wanted the Clippers to get Michael Brogdon. You know, what I'm saying I think uh, I think it's hypocritical of their organization to sit there and call off that trade because injury concerns with Michael Brogdon, but they still got two injury prone star players over there, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, which is is hypocritical for me. You know, what I'm saying, but uh, you know, why well, is uh, hypocritical, move? We don't want to add to that. We already got enough bullshit going on. Right, today. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Ron. I'm saying is this is that if you got two players that just not reliable and they're, they're getting injured consistently, it's like, like why why you had them on your team? Like why 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 is Kawhi and Paul George still on the team? Like I understand that 
their star players when you're hoping on them being healthy. But the fact that they're not uh, being healthy, the fact that they're not getting younger, the fact that you're doing everything you can to load manage and, and uh, restrict their minutes as well, like, and the fact that they're not going healthy, they're not um, being healthy going to a postseason setting, it's like, bro, like, what the hell? You, you, I mean, <laughs> it's just hypocritical for the organization. But uh, about this uh, Celtics move, um, I think it was a great move for the Boston Celtics, man. Add to the versatility of their front court, uh, guys that can space the floor out, guys that can shoot. You can put up lineups with Al Horford, Kristaps Porzingis, and you got Tatum, you got Brown. You know, what I'm saying and, uh, uh, Kristaps Porzingis is an underrated shot blocker. His ability to uh, alter shots at the rim, uh, his time is precise, and then you, and then you can post him up. His face up game is there. Um, he's a finesse player as well. So I think that's a, I think, and he can get rebounds too as well. So that pick and pop with Tatum roll, Tatum is a pick and roll ball handler. Chris Dapperzinian's uh, do that pick and pop. That's 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 lethal for that team as well. So I think that's good for the Boston Celtics. But that 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 being said, Boston Celtics can make all these moves, right? They get all these players as well, bro. They're not going to win a championship because the flaws that both Tatum and Jalen Brown possess, bro. And the flaws is the ball security, the fact that. Uh, Tatum hasn't yet developed a refined post game. The fact that Jalen Brown uh, uh, playmaking hasn't developed yet, and his passing is very, very suspect. The fact that uh, when he gets double, he literally just, just uh, you know, don't know what to do at times as well. Um, the fact that when they drive to the paint in, in, in traffic, their turnover machines attack, they can attack their handle. Uh, they don't have a left hand as well, bro. Uh, when teams can force you left. That, that's that's something that you got to uh, improve in your game in the offseason. The fact that they haven't done it yet. And shout out to Brad Stevens because Brad Stevens is making a lot of moves, man. The fact that they got Chris Lapazingas and two first round picks last night, that was cool. But, you know, uh, yeah, bro, they can make all these moves, all these changes, which they have the talent to win. They, over the last few years, they've been had the talent to win, but they just, the two star players have major flaws in their game. Um, but if you ask me what which Boston should get, I think they should get another three and D wing. I think it should go look at Brooklyn, go look look at DFS because Brooklyn are make it clear that they dealing DFS with first round picks, so they got the picks to go get another three and D guy wing. DFS, hold on, go ahead, ticket. Oh no, I'm saying who is DFS? I don't understand that. Dorian Dor- Finney Smith. Well, ah, okay, well okay. My, my my question is. You, you said they got major flaws. Just so you know, the Boston Celtics had the second best record in the NBA. It was in Game Seven of the Eastern Conference Championship, that and they could have they could they could have very they could have very well won the Eastern Conference Championship and been right back in the position that they were in. They, now you need a lot of things to go right. Now Jason Tatum had a career year this year, so so for you to say Mook that he's got major flaws in his game, what major flaws does he have in his game? Uh, ball security, uh, ball handling issues. The fact that he has not developed a uh, refined post game, like I said there, said uh, Jalen Brown play. I mean, his playmaking has gotten better. Um, Jalen Brown playmaking is passing. The fact that he just don't know what to do when double teams comes as well, especially when he gets deep into the paint. Those issues are are literally getting exposed. That's why the reason why Miami 
uh, is a bad matchup for a team like the Boston Celtics because they can attack those flaws. They can expose the, expose the flaws. The same for the Golden State Warriors, how they force them guys going left and being physical with them, mm-hmm. crowd their airspace as well. So mm-hmm. when you sit there and say that, uh, yes, they, they're good enough in the regular season to win, you know, 50, 60 games because that's how good their right. talent, that's good That's good. their uh, team is as well, bro. But when you face those teams that can actually exploit those flaws as well, bro, like, um, listen, I'm telling you, bro, I mean, that, that they're not going to win a championship at two. They fix those flaws, bro. Mm. Mook, that wasn't what you were saying, though, during the playoffs. During the playoffs, mm. you saying they was going to smoke everybody. They did. They had the best team in the NBA. They was winning the NBA championship. They was winning the NBA championship. He said that. He said that. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Ticket, I was wrong, bro. I was wrong. I fucked up. I got blinded by the talent. I got blinded so, how great this team was in the regular season, you know what I'm saying? And I got blinded how uh, how they got two elite wings and shit like that, but the flaws were still there. I thought they was good enough to to, to f- fix those flaws when teams do that as well. But the fact that they haven't bro, done that shit, bro, it is what it is, bro. Uh, but bro, I want to address one last thing you said. You said the Clippers are hypocritical. No, the Clippers are smart because they don't want to go back down that road of another guy that's injured that's going to be in and out of the lineup, bro. The Clippers would have been stupid to trade oh. for a dude that has hold on, hold on, hold on. They'd have been stupid to trade for Malcolm Brogdon, knowing this dude has serious injury problems right now in the offseason. That they're saying they don't even know how long this guy's gonna be out when he's coming back. So it would be stupid to give up anything to get a guy that you don't even know if he's physically gonna be better. And then you're trying to get a team to where you can get guys to be more reliant and be on the court. You don't want more guys that's unreliable and off the court when you already got a situation with Paul so George and Kawhi. Kawhi can't and stay on the Paul court. George, then they're two. No, 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 no. But don't, nobody say that. Hold on. We know they're stopping people. What West. is y'all niggas not understanding? No, no, no. Mookie, no we said, West. hold on. We know they're stopping Jerry West say on Paul George podcast, look him in the face and say the fact that his two best players not being able to play more than half the season is a problem and is crazy. He said that right. to his face. Right. And that's why they're that, that, they taking offers right now for Paul George. That's right. That's what. That's what. Right. We, hold on. That's what we saying. So that's what we saying. So, that's what I'm so saying. we saying, like, if you if you don't want no more injury prone players and you and you want the team healthy as possible, durable as possible, get rid of one of those guys, bro. So that's, that's what they do. Hold on. That's what they do. That's what they're in the process of doing. I said they're hypocritical. Now y'all wonder about injuries and shit like that, but you still got these two players on the goddamn team. It's just it's just hypocritical to me, bro. But no, you worried about it more. You hold on. You telling me? Hold on. Hold on. You telling me? Hold on. Everybody. 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 You telling me that the Clippers. Want to go get Michael Brown? According to y'all, he's injury prone. But then you telling me they're interested in getting Chris Paul? And what is Chris Paul, nigga? That nigga is injury prone as well. What the hell are we talking about, bro? What are we talking about, bro? You telling me? He's injury prone. He's injury Actually, prone. I don't care, bro. He's injury prone. He's injury prone. The same thing goes for goddamn John Wall. What he went to go get he, John Wall? Bro, can I pause you there for a sec? Can I pause you there just just they're to add? Can I time out for a second? Yeah, so yeah, just quickly. So, all right. I'm just gonna say though, Chris, an injured Chris Paul, an injury prone Chris Paul, which I get, it's in the playoffs at the worst possible time, and an injury Malcolm Brogdon. You're still picking Chris Paul over Brogdon if you have to choose between the two. You're you're still picking him because you know when healthy he's gonna do more for your team even at this point. Are, so are now you? I agree, is, now is I agree with you. Is, every, just is saying, everybody with at, you. at this juncture of their careers? Is yeah, everybody yeah. picking? Yeah, yeah, I gotta agree. I'll, with say, you. I'll agree. I'll agree. Yeah, they should get rid of probably uh, uh, Paul George. I agree with that too. But but I mean, adding and, more injury prone people in, he's right. right. It doesn't help. But if I have, I, I agree with Floyd too. 
Florence Wright, uh, Ron, he's going to organize the team more. He's going to know when to when to, to get uh, Jason uh, Jalen Brown those guys out of bad situations because he'll be controlling the ball more in big time situations to where they won't have them crazy turnovers and stuff like that. I totally agree with Fluent. He's a different type of point guard. Malcolm Brogdon's talented, but Mal Malcolm Brogdon don't have the IQ and the wit at the point guard position that CP3 has. CP3 is a wizard with that ball at the point guard spot, and he if he does if he stays healthy, he understands and he can get you through certain games. Like if they had CP3 this past year, they would have probably got past Miami because they would have made all those crazy turnovers and bad mistakes in certain points in the game because CP3. Well, no, yeah, I'm talking about for the Celtics. No, no, I'm saying, hold on, I'm saying for the Celtics. But even if you, even if you're talking for the Clippers, he, I mean, if you, if you stand between him and Brogdon, you got to go with CP3 over Brogdon just because CP, like I said, first of all, CP3 has been more reliable than Brogdon. Hold on. Even in his old age, he's been more reliable than Brogdon these last, what, five or six years? This is true. CP3 just came out the NBA Finals two or three years ago. Brogdon just played like sixty-seven games last last year. That's the most he played in his. That's the most he played since his rook season, Moop. That's right. The most. Yeah, yeah. In limited yeah, like, minutes, right, like right, Why are you has, taking Brogdon over Chris Paul, Ron? Uh, I just think at this juncture of their career, no I just way. think Brogdon brings a little more when he's on the floor. I think I, I Chris Chris Paul, he's just he's not the same Chris Paul he was. I think no, Brogdon got a little more not. firepower. Uh, mm -hmm. defensively, Brogdon solid, and I, I just think he, I just think he provides just a little more than Chris Paul, just, mm. uh, just all, all around the floor. But I mean, when it comes to leadership, you can't, you can't deny obviously with leadership, Chris Paul is who he is. But I just think at some point, if I, if I got somebody out there, I think Brogdon is just gonna, you know, he's, he's gonna score a little more. He's gonna provide just a little more firepower in the fast break. He's gonna, I think he's gonna get into the paint a little more. Uh, he can shoot it damn near just as good as Chris Paul. I, he's I, a, he's I, a better shooter at this point in his career. Yeah, I, and it's, I, and it's I, clearly I, I, would just, I would just rather him. And on top of that, Chris Paul's injury prone too. So it's like, hey, 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 my last question to y'all is this. My last question to y'all is this. So now with the Porzingis trade, and and I know Mars or Fluent, one of the guys probably chill on y'all. Uh, does does that mean that um the minutes are are now uh uh at the does that mean they're going to start two bigs or they're going to just start one big like they tried to do last year uh, and then all the rest guards? Y'all think they're starting a two-big lineup? Yes, of 100%. Well, they're, 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 if they're smart, depending on who they're playing. Depending yeah, on who they're playing, but if they're playing a team that's big, they go two big. Hold on, so you think they switch the lineup during the season? Absolutely. In the regular in the in the regular season, I think they're just going to stick to one or the other for the most. Yeah, that's not good to switch the lineups during the regular season. But in the playoffs, I think it will be matchup dependent during the playoffs. Like, I know you ain't saying that. You just stand here. And you, we was arguing. You said, "Yo, B, hey, we oh, just switched oh, the oh, 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 I got some breaking news, <laughs> what, man. Oh, I got what, some wait. breaking news. Uh, the Clippers hey, and the uh, Knicks are discussing a Paul George trade, bro. Julius Randle to the Clippers. Julius Randle to the Clippers. Maybe nah. for Paul George. Oh, for, for Paul George, maybe. Ticket. Oh, what, wait, 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 wait. Ticket. What did I? What did I say? What, what did I just say? I'm, 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 I'm gonna say how you said it. I got a question for you, Mars. I'm gonna say how you said it. I'm gonna say how you said it too. Yo, yo, man. Yo, I ain't with all the switch up the lineup, B. All this switch up the line when we talking about the Lakers series. We talking right. about the Lakers series, and they were talking right. about taking, blowing them, and out the lineup, and putting this one in, putting that one. In. You said, "Yo, man, I ain't with all this switch up the lineups, B." Right. But now when you, you get to the, for the Boston when, Celtics. When you when you get to the playoffs, ticket nine times out of ten, this is who we are. 
So the logic of switching up the lineup in the playoffs, deep into the playoffs, that I do have a problem with. But in the regular season, when we're moving forward, first and foremost, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown can now go back to their natural positions. Jason Tatum can move back to the three. Jalen Brown can move back to the two. You could put Porzingis or you could put Hoffett at the four. And you could put Porzingis or Hoffett at the four. And you can mm -hmm. put Robert Williams at the five. That's the idea as opposed to I'm going to get into the playoffs and now I'm going to switch up the lineup. No, I don't want to do that. No, Mars, Mars, check out the breaking news. Okay, buddy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I stopped playing with Mars. <laughs> Go ahead, Phil. <laughs> Wait, you yeah. already know where Mars at. Mars is out. If Julius Randle is on the Rockets, Mars is out. Yeah, yeah I'm straight, straight to OKC. Straight, straight to OKC. Oh, not OKC. Yeah, that's, okay. that's, not a, that's not a bad move. Mars, so you're going to the best, youngest team possible? Well, you got to remember too, though, LeBron. You yeah, got to remember it's too. Either, so if, if Portland traded Dame, I'd go to Portland, but they're not going to. So OKC is the next option. So. Ron, you got to remember, there are no ties here. So Mars isn't married to anybody. So because Mars isn't married to anybody, Mars can jump ship. Mars is not a, a, a legit fan like Tone is with the Lakers. Or Ticket is. Fanboy? Yeah, oh, that's absolutely what he is. He will he will bounce on you in a minute. 100%, Mook. He will he bounce on you crazy. tomorrow. Yo, yes. Bro. Hey, Tick, you a uh, Heat fan? <laughs> no, nah, I like Jimmy Butler. I, I never said I like the Heat. I just like Jimmy. I, I've always believed in Jimmy Butler. I think that people underestimate him. But back to what, what we were saying, bro, I, I I just like Damo. I thought Damo brought up a bad point about the Wizards. I just think the Wizards know what they're doing. I think the Wizards are taking taking a, a, a dynamite stick and, and blowing the whole place up and saying, you know what, we're going nowhere. You don't think it was possible for them to get anything better than what no. they got from Porzingis? You don't think? It was oh, because possible? no, I'm gonna tell you what. Hold on, I'm gonna tell you why. I don't, I don't, I don't oh, think they're trying to get better though. I think they're trying I'm, to. Well, I'm gonna tell you what. I think I know where Damo. Oh, come on, pick. Come on, pick. Any kind of better assets in return? Yeah, no, no. Well, no. The issue with the Porzingis trade, the the issue was that they were on a very tight, strict schedule. They had to get it done by midnight last night. So that that was part of it too. But fluent, but they didn't. Because they thought, hey, if we cannot make a trade with them, he becomes a free agent, and we get him for nothing. And some well, sure, they don't want to. I agree. I, I see that. I understand something yeah. is better than nothing, but I just in the time constraint. Obviously, if, if that's the case, that's the case. I, I can't get mad yeah. at that. They don't want to commit money, bro. They don't want to commit money to guys that's not gonna. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Check it. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, they don't want to commit money to guys that's not gonna help them in a, in a, in, a, in a long term. Listen, the, the, the Washington Wizards did great in this situation, in my opinion. You clear. Listen. Well, Bradley Bill, you're going to take that L. Because guess what? If Bradley Bill could easily say, nope, I reject my no-trade clause on staying here, now guess what? Yeah. You're stuck with all that money on your books. So they had to get rid of him, to, and they had to do whatever he wanted to do. So you had to. But the, the best thing is is to get him out of there. Now he's off your books. Now you ain't got to worry about that, that money right there. So now what do you do? You got to make a decision on Kyle Kuz. Now you got to sign somebody, so they probably do get Kyle Kuz on the money and keep him. And then start over with Tyus Jones. Kuzma, and then go the route of draft picks and rebuilding in the draft. I don't see them bringing on no dudes that's going to cost them a lot of money that's not going to be a game changer for them. I see them building, rebuilding through the draft and trying to go how Philly went when they was in a real bad spot about six, seven years ago for Embiid them came in the league where they just was rack, racking up draft picks uh, and then building through the draft. Same way like OKC did. Uh, OKC was bad after KD and Russ left. They went, they went through the draft. And re and rebuild that team. So I, I just think that's what Washington is. Don't spend no plus, bad money. Plus, hey, Damo, that's, that's you, a fact. Right, right, right. Quick, chill. Uh, another thing that hasn't been highlighted with Washington is you guys got to understand they're playing to the new CBA and the new money rules. So what they're trying to do is basically mm. uh, position themselves for in the future when it's a lot of teams that are trying to get off their bad contracts. Well, mm -hmm. hey, Washington has a ton of money, so they're going to send those bad contracts to Washington. 
with some first round picks, so Washington can take those players. So it's like they they really playing the long game. Remember, I said that in the group chat yesterday, Dumbo. Like when mm -hmm. I said they're playing the long game, it may not look like it right now because they didn't get no first round picks for Bradley Beal or Porzingis. But keep in mind, bro, it's gonna be some contracts, some terrible contracts that teams are gonna have to get off. And they're looking, they're calling Washington immediately, like, hey, I got a first round pick in this player. Can you take them? And Washington's gonna be like, Yeah, we got the money. You you come up with them picks. And I feel it. I, I feel it. I'm just one. I don't trust Washington as a franchise. So it's a, for them to be making smart decisions going forward, it's just a wait-and-see type of thing. I had the same complaint about Detroit years ago. Uh, people were trying to tell me, oh, a new regime, when they got Dwayne Casey, he's about to be different. Okay, we'll see. I, I have to see it be different with Detroit. They got right. talent, but they traded – I mean, they fired Dwayne Casey. Nothing really changed for it. They got more talent. That's fine. Draft well. I give them that. So if the Wizards can draft well – get diamonds in the rough, start making positive moves, I feel it. But if they right. keep being the Washington Wizards, all this, again, right. this is for nothing. Like, you got right. Tyus. I had a Wizards fan telling me, oh, yeah, we got Tyus about a trade deadline. We're going to flip him for more assets. I mm -hmm. hope so. Because if you don't, then you have Tyus Jones as your best point guard. Where well, are we going from so, here? So should I, leave, well, should I leave the Knicks and go to the go to the Wiz and help them as their GM? No. They need all the help they can get. Mm -mm. No, Tone. Nah, you need to go to Toronto, Tone. You need to stay right yeah. there with Toronto. Yeah, right there where you Cause, cause all, hey, Toronto. Y'all a mess up. Y'all a mess up there, bro. That's a, well, I can't believe I'm standing about Masai, bro. It's a mess. It's a cesspool up there right now. It, it is up there. Because to, 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 to the point that you was making about getting players back. So usually when you dump in your two best players, you basically starting over and you're not going to get back what you're asking for. So if, if Boston and, and Washington are trading, so if KP garners two first round picks for Boston, do you think in the next two years, let's just say in the next two years, they got the 28th or the 29th pick. You think the 29th pick in the first round is going to be better than Tyus Jones at the league guard? Do you think he's going to be better than Shamit? I'm not maybe, sure that maybe, that's going to happen. Maybe, maybe. Yes, yes. I, I'm, to both those, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say yes. I, I'm always going to – me personally, I'm, if I'm a tanking team restarting, I'm right. taking the assets over a testerary young player that I don't even see being here in two, three years unless he is that guy. Right. I think Tyus Jones is that guy. He's I the guy do. that's going to get moved. I actually do. I actually do think he's that guy. He's at, He's actually uh -huh. proven on, on, on Memphis. I think he's a starting league guard in the game. Mm -hmm. Not only is he a starting league guard in the game, he's uh -huh. smarter than a lot of the league guards in the game. Plays more defense. I he made he made Memphis a lot steadier when he was on that crew. So hey. if he's in if he's in Washington, so if so if he's in Washington now they got they might they may very well have a guy that they could build around because when I look at Tyus Jones and I might sound crazy, I mean how much better is Fred Van Fleet than Tyus Jones? Is he that much better than him? Stop yes. picking on Fred, but let me yeah, just say really, Tyus Jones. Really. Let me just say quickly about Tyus Jones. Let me just say quickly: is Tyus is Tyus Jones that guy? Or does he look like that guy who steadied a psychotic ship of, of, of a talented roster? Right. Like he's not gonna have that much talent around him in Washington. Which is good, Tone. Which you know why and you know why it's different. It's and you know why, but but the good thing about that is that we actually have a piece to build around now, as opposed to with him being in Memphis, okay, he did steady a ship, which which shows that he can perform in chaos. So if we build it around this guy, then we can build a, a, if we're smart enough and we're competent enough. We can pro, we can wow. very well possibly that's build. That's it. I know. I, I know. That's hey, a big chill, you don't think you don't think the Grizzlies got? Wait, are, are, are we talking about building around Tyus Jones? Tyus Jones. That's what I'm about to ask. <laughs> what, <laughs> no, what, no. This is what we're talking about. No, no. Mar, what he's saying is what he's saying is Mar, Tyus Jones can be your lead guard 
and then you got to put the talent around him. Like he's actually, okay as a starting so point guard. Actually, actually, what I'm saying is when you move in Porzingis, when you move in Porzingis and you get two ones, if we end up with the 27th pick in the first round, is that 27 pick going to be better than Tyus Jones? I'm not Possibly. sure. I, I I I can't say what 100 percent certainty uh, it is, but I'm gonna go draft right. But, you can, no, no, take it a step I, further. I'm, but I'm gonna go further, with Tyus Jones because I think he's a starting league guard in the game as of right step, now. I'm gonna yeah, go take with a step him. Further, take take your question a step further. Is the 27th pick? Do you trust Washington to pick someone better than problem, Tyus man. Jones? Oh now there yeah. we go. Now that's that a good is the question. question. Now that I will say no. I will definitely. That's say the, I don't that's the million dollar issue. That, that, that so that's I the million dollar question right there. So fellas, I, I got I got a couple questions, and I I do want to I want to compare Marcus Smart to Tyus Jones. Who do you guys think would be better, or who is better? Mm -hmm. But before I do I that, Mar yeah, Mars, Mars. I do, I do want to ask you though. I do want to ask you. Turn ticket you blood said, pressure down. Chill, ticket. You, you said, nah, turn ticket's blood pressure up to the max. But Mars, you, you said trade Jalen Brown. I want to know what that looks like for you. Um. Hmm. Well, you probably have to get back something that will help you compete. Um. Paul George. No. What? He that, said Mookie no. just trying to get rid of Paul George. That's all he's trying to do, Tone. He just wants George off his – he wants Leonard off the roster, too. Don't he's think like, he don't he's want like – not ben, just he's like He wants Leonard Lee. gone, too. I don't care who both you get for Van Vliet, just trade him. If – if you'd probably look for something, like, in a similar mode, like, position-wise. So, I don't know, if Chicago would give up Zach Levine or if Brooklyn would give up Mikel Bridges – or if New Orleans would give up Brandon Ingram, like those type of players, probably who you're looking at. I don't know if they can get that back because that means you're probably going to have to pay Jalen Brown a lot of money to to get him there. But that that's the type of mold of players I'm looking at. I don't know what wings are really available in the market right now, so you probably have to wait a little bit. Everybody's but, available. Um, I want I want uh, Paul, Levine, Paul I want Levine George to go makes, north. Paul George. I want Levine to go north sense. from Chicago. Right up to they trade, they, them trading for Paul George doesn't make sense for them though. Why well, don't make sense for them? Like because he can't stay healthy. Yeah, that that's true. But yeah, you know. But to be honest, like in the like between Jalen Brown and Paul George, Jalen Brown possessed more flaws that can be exploited than Paul George. But Jalen Brown can home. play basketball on the floor when you need him to play basketball on the floor. And the same thing goes for Paul George. Paul George is a much better defender. I think I think Paul George on that team, uh, he can he can play make can pass like like the flaws that's glaring in Jalen Brown's game that's not going to be exposed when you have a guy like Paul George on the Boston Celtics. Paul and George hasn't played it. a playoff game since 2021. Well, that's we'll put it in context. Uh, the team, hold on, the team missed the playoffs. Yeah, because he missed the second playing game. That's why they missed the playoffs, because he missed well, the second playing game. It's not because of injuries, because COVID. He missed it. I know, but it's for COVID. And then they missed the playoffs. And then you this year, he's he's hold on, hold on. You say he's injured, so morning. he missed the second game because of COVID. Put him on a base game, Ross. Then, Put him on a base game. Hold on, and then, and then, yeah, yeah, he missed last year. I'll give you that. But yeah. I'm saying this is that, like, if you put Paul George with Tatum and Longstar with that collection of talent, I think that's as, as a better uh, duo compared to what's uh, uh, was. Uh, no. Tatum and Jalen Brown, absolutely. Because they Okay, Mookie, you're you're a Clippers fan. Why do you want to trade Paul George? Huh? Why do you I, want to trade Paul George? Clippers want to trade Paul George. No, why do you want to trade? Because you said you you get off Paul George as well. Why do you want because to the duo of Kawhi Leonard just don't fit? It just just don't work with each other, bro. Just don't. Why? So you think the duo why? of Kawhi and Jalen Brown works? Why? 
With all the flaws you said Jalen Brown has, why does that work? Because Paul George, listen what I'm saying. I say that the reason why I would say that Tatum and, uh, Tatum and Paul George duo works is because uh, the, the reason why T- and Brown and Tatum duo don't work because Jalen Brown uh, flaws that he possessed in his game can get more exploded compared to when you got a Paul George who has more of a refined handle, ball security is, is much better, playmaking, he's a much better playmaker, much better passer, much better defender. Much Mook, better have you stuff. seen Paul George? Oh, no, 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 you know I didn't why, answer too. your question. No, I didn't. No, you didn't. Why, 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 the the question why, was why, why did you? Think, no, the question. The question was about Kawhi like and Jalen Brown's fit. That's why. The question. The question was about Kawhi and Jalen Brown's fit. George duo, bro. The question. The question was about Kawhi and Jalen Brown's fit, and you spoke about Jason Tatum and Paul George. You didn't answer the question. Why do you like Kawhi and Jalen Brown's fit based on all the flaws you just detailed with Jalen Brown's game? Why does Kawhi and Jalen Brown make sense? Because Jalen Jalen Brown's much younger, much younger, and I think that um. Yeah, I just think there's basically youth. I think that if Clippers want to uh, move in the uh, right direction for the organization, they know that Kawhi Leonard is getting older as well, right? You get in a, you bring in another younger player as well, and Jalen Brown, which they they can as an organization feel the need that yes, he can stay around, stick around a little bit longer because of his of his youth as well, and his hope that he can get better as well. I think that's the reason why. Uh, yeah, Clippers will go get a guy like Jalen Brown mm. and move on for a guy like Paul George because they know that Kawhi literally. Hold on, hold on, hold on. They know that the guy that Kawhi literally, ladies and gentlemen, probably got maybe two, maybe three or four years left in the game. No, you bring no in a guy way. like Paul, when you bring no in a guy like hold on, hold on, chill, hold on, chill. <laughs> I'm listening to you. Keep going. <laughs> you bring in a guy like goddamn uh, uh, Jalen Brown. He's young. The flaws are still there, but they hope as an organization, is for him to get better and for mm-hmm. him when Kawhi Leonard goes. Mm-hmm. He's part of that team. Hold that thought, Damo. Hold that thought, Damo, because we got a conversation. I know I know where you're going, Damo. Hold that thought. Mars, keep going. Um. Okay, so what we're saying is you get Jalen Brown to go younger, but Jalen Brown is worse <laughs> than Paul George based on everything you just detailed. So the Clippers aren't trying to win. Is that what, is that what you're saying? Well, them having Kawhi and Paul George, they're not trying to win as well. Okay. So you're saying the Clippers should not be trying to win, and that's why they should go younger with Jalen Brown. Yeah, yeah. Get get a younger player in Jalen Brown, a guy that you know that he can stick around for multiple, multiple years for that organization, develop to a star or borderline superstar as well, right? Um, right. What, what Kawhi Leonard and Paul George is it, basically like, let's hope for them to be healthy, but like when you look at their fit between Kawhi and Paul George, they both play the same exact position, and you can make mm-hmm. an argument that both players like um, play better when um, they're not playing as well. So, um, not playing with each other. So, so Mook, your logic is, is so it's just like, no, Jalen Brown. That's what you. Ta- that's basically what you're saying. No, you I think I think what it sounds. No, I, yeah, I, that's, I, that's, yeah, what, that's it, what it has to be. Dude. No, no. It, you're it, well, it sounds more like to me. To me, it sounds like maybe sacrifice a little short-term success for a player that we know is good and injured for a player who's going to play more and maybe give us longer-term success because he's younger. Is that? But then you. But then you. In turn, you'd have to trade Kawhi, right? Eventually, yeah, that's probably the next step. Well, if 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 he's saying that, either that, if he says if he says the Clippers aren't trying to win, if he says either the Clippers aren't trying to win, either that, either that, or, or Kawhi just might retire, bro. Sure, which would be so, even worse. So Jalen Brown, with all the no, flaws you just said, that's the building block of the Clippers franchise. 
that's why I say they're going to hope for him to get uh, approving those flaws, right? And and they're going to hope that he can develop as a uh, borderline superstar or top 10 player in this league. That's what they traded for Jalen Brown. What signs are there of that? What's the signs of Jalen Brown improving on these flaws considering he got drafted in 2016? What's the signs? Going in the year eight, by the way. What's the signs? Like, if if the sign is just hope, draft the money Bates. Why not? <laughs> Damo, I'm sorry to cut you Yo, off. You had some money. I, I apologize, I just, Damo. I know you had something. I apologize. I, I just wanted to ask because during his during his explanation, the only thing he could muster up about Jalen Brown was youth. In that case, why not just tank? Why not pull the Wizards? Just get a bunch of youth. Just That's tank what I'm saying. All. Look, no, 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 no. Because you're, you're saying, oh, do this because of the because youth. Because it's and not. The, and the hope of hold on. It. And the hope of Jalen Brown becoming. Um, this superstar, which I don't know about you, I don't know how many guys go seven, eight years in their career, and you're still talking about their development and the potential of them being something. At that point, they are who they are for the most part. I'm pretty sure you can find an exception or two. I don't think Mr. No Left Hand is that exception. So you're saying trade Paul George for Jalen Brown because of youth and is better for the long term, but and then Kawhi Leonard retiring, so you're getting nothing back for Kawhi Leonard. You traded away your draft picks to get Paul George. So as of right now, you're just can I, can I, trailblazers with no picks. All right, look, look, that's what I'm basically saying. I'm basically saying, and I think they can. We could we've re- risen this like next couple of years and stuff like that. But I just think that um, when you you're, you're getting Jalen Brown, and I keep on saying that draft draft these players in the draft, it's not guaranteed that they're they can they can develop as a star. Right now, Jalen Brown is a star. He's a star in this league, ladies and gentlemen, right? And I think that if the flaws improve his playmaking and his passing, like like uh, um, um, his his ball security, which I think that those are minor things that needs to get fixed, and and it takes experience, right? Uh, Kawhi Leonard, um, for the most part, was not no great playmaker, right, or no good passer and stuff like that. He when he went to the Clippers, he improved tremendously as one of the best playmakers and passers, right? So like I sat there and said, like I believe that Jalen Brown bringing in a guy like Jalen Brown to the Los Angeles Clippers, the youth, right, his, his potential, his star talent, his improvement in his production every year. Jalen Brown went from what 2021 to 2022. <clears throat> Average what 22, 23 to what 26 point and a half score. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that's the, the add in production improvement and also just him developing to that. I think that's something that the Clippers to look for and try to deal Paul George to for Jalen Brown as well. The bro. development you know? logic move the problem with the development logic is that we're, we're, we're further along. That's number one. Number two, you just mentioned this a little while ago. He has major flaws. You don't, you, you don't fix major flaws in year eight. You don't fix no. major flaws. I, I, think I, over-exaggerated. I think I over-exaggerated with them. So, you, so you're a little embellished in Yeah, okay. yeah, I over-exaggerated. Half an, hour, half an hour ago, you were talking about the major flaws. Yeah, yeah, I was. I was talking about it, but I, I think I think that... Let they me, just became uh, not major. He exaggerated them. He exaggerated them. I over-exaggerated Kind of a little embellished. It seems like you're trying to sell the Clippers on getting rid of Pujo. Yo, Mookie, Mookie, I'm I'm gonna step in because I do kind of feel where you're coming from, and I'm I'm gonna highlight some points to this that I think that you haven't highlighted yet. the The big thing about it is Paul George and Kawhi Leonard haven't done nothing yet, and it doesn't look like they're gonna do anything. Paul George is 33, Kawhi Leonard's 33, and they're both going in the opposite direction, and they're both right. injury prone. You bring right. in a younger Jalen Brown; he's 26 as opposed mm-hmm. to Paul George is 33. He's mm-hmm. healthier, he's more consistent. Mm-hmm. On top of that. 
We all Ooh. know what Jalen Brown brings to the tables. Right. We don't need to talk about the flaws. We all know right. the, the player he's capable of being. Will he get better? Who right. knows? But right. we all know what he's capable of right now. He's an all-star level player. You Correct. bring him in and you kind of start from scratch. With, hey, I'm not saying you we're not saying you get better today. Right. Because I'm not I'm not saying that Paul George at his best is uh worse than Jalen Brown at his best. Right. But you get a younger player to build around and you get to start going in a new direction. And you what, and on top of that, you get hey, availability is the best ability. So yes, you get it is that's gonna be able yeah, to that's that's the with point. All, with, with all of that being Mookie couldn't say that point about health. Because then it wouldn't make sense for Boston to trade for Paul George. That's no. why he had to go all around the houses with all these other explanations. And to compound that just point, be clear, just be clear. You Jalen Brown is a is a better you want Jalen Brown on your team versus PG three at this point in or PG Absolutely. Uh, first, first at this point in their career. What, are you dudes really no, trying no, no, to sell me Jalen Brown? That. First and foremost, the Boston Celtics. No. Jalen <laughs> no, 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 no. Listen right now. So Jalen Brown, Brown, Brown and, and Jalen Brown and, and Jason Tatum are what Paul George and Kawhi Leonard were supposed to be. So now what Boston is going to do is they're going to unload one of those guys and bring in a guy who was supposed to be as good as a duo as this guy. What the hell are we doing that for? Hey, hey, chill. I was, I was saying for That's the Clippers. The it doesn't make sense. For Boston. Boston. It, doesn't make it makes sense if you're. It makes sense if you're a Clippers fan. Who wants to get a different? Yeah, that's the point. It makes complete sense. <laughs> yeah, big ox in the house. What up, B? It Paul. Mm -hmm. Feel the roar, huh? <laughs> what up, Bob? We go today. Our today our franchise turns from. Finally making the playoffs. Up, we're, gonna make, we're, gonna, we're gonna make the pick that takes us to the championship this year. What? What pick you guys have? They got the twenty fourth pick in the draft. No, they're gonna they're gonna take Chris Murray. Mm -hmm. Imagine getting. Well, I'm saying we could, we could do some sneaky shit with the twenty fourth. No, I I think if you get Chris Murray, that's cool. Have twins on the same team. <laughs> nice. That would be dope. I ain't gonna lie. I like that. I think Kawhi's 31. I didn't know he was that. That's crazy. He's young. You might as well trade Paul George to, like, I don't know, the magic for a bunch of young players. That the reason why you don't know he's that young, Mook, is because you see how his body breaking down and he looks a yeah, lot it older. Is, bro. That's for why. Sure. That's the thing. Like, it's just not going to work with Kawhi and Paul George. Mm -hmm. Two guys are injury prone. Like, like we, we've been sitting there saying that the Clippers have a talented roster to win a championship. And that's why I feel as though, like, even when Kawhi was healthy in this postseason, I feel like he, he was so good enough to beat the Phoenix Suns uh, uh, with, even without Paul George. The fact that he went out with a, a freak injury as well, it's just like as an organization, when you get tired of it, because they only have one chance uh, of competing for a championship in the bubble. And it's just like, bro, that's why I feel as though the organization is frustrated. That's the reason why there have been reports out there saying that, you know, uh, uh, they're listening, taking some offers for Paul George because the organization, they're frustrated because, we got two injury prone players that they can't be healthy. We load manage them. We put we're putting restrictions and all that stipulations and can't play the back to backs and all that stuff, man. And these these players just can't just be healthy in the postseason setting throughout a deep postseason one to win the championship. So it is what it is, man. But that's man. been the Clippers' problem for about ten years now, of them trying to compete. It comes down to the same things: injuries to their star players, 
and just underachieving. It, it's the it's the they're same. Just, they're just cursed. And, and, and Doc Rivers for the most part. They're just cursed. But even years they didn't have Doc Rivers. They oh, still then, then the yeah, that's that's when the injuries hurt him. That's when the injuries. And then the Clippers still got Marcus Morris. It's just it's just crazy, man. Yeah, which is tragic. Oh. All right, fellas. Oh. Moving forward, uh, I did have a question for the panel, and I wanted I wanted to ask you guys: How much better does Marcus Smart make the Lakers? Does does he does he propel them a lot, or is it just kind of like, yeah, we get a little better defensively, but it it's not a it's not a needle. Mm. It, it depends. No, it could be. It could be. It could be. If the if the young guys around him listen to that kind of leadership because he is a little he's brash right you don't want to play against him but you like him on your team so right. if they look at him as kind of that that veteran leader and they smarten up because that's really their issue right is that they were really immature so if they say hey this guy comes from a winning franchise he went to the finals like all that all that good stuff it could make them all better from that standpoint but from a on the court kind of just that alone no the only way it's it's a, a needle mover is if they all mature because of his leadership. If they don't, if they say, who's this guy yelling and screaming at us, then it could actually backfire. They could end up being worse. How right. good of a like, leader do you think Marcus Smart is? Well, that's why I said, I said it depends. Because I don't, I don't... Better than average, Mars, I will I'll say that. Say, He's I'll definitely be better than average. Than average. Be, being loud doesn't necessarily make you a good leader. No, it doesn't. I, but, I, but, I, but, showing up every, but showing up every night, not just showing up every night, giving everything that you have... Being the consummate pro, not getting yourself in trouble, playing to the highest of your ability, leading that team—I think so that those. I think those, yeah, the, exactly. Which is okay, what Mark, yeah, yeah, which is yeah. what Marcus Smart has done. I feel okay, like I it, it moves it. it. I feel like it moves it not a ton, but it moves it a bit in the right direction for the simple fact. I feel like it moves it in the same way that Patrick Beverly going to the T Wolves when he did moved it for them mentally and as a leader in terms of just. Putting guy, putting guys in a different mindset. You had a losing tradition. You didn't have any tradition. You bring a guy mm -hmm. that really wants to steal something. It gives them to the young guys. Now with the Grizzlies, they're trying to. They, they've been a winning team for the last two years. They've been a competing team, a team mm -hmm. that's trending in the right direction. But they've had a lot of immaturities. Now with John Morant being on house arrest, uh, you don't have Dylan Brooks coming back. Uh, and you bring Marcus Smart in there to really lock mm -hmm. things down, bolster things down as a leader or attempt to be mm -hmm. a leader or be that voice that everyone said they needed. I think that's a plus alone. We're not even talking about on-court defense, which, again, I think replacing Dylan Brooks with Marcus Smart makes your defense a little bit better. I mean, you, yeah. you, your defense got to have it better at the very least. Uh, and pairing Marcus Smart with a Triple J defensively, that's going to look real good. Now, offensively, I don't – it depends on what else they do. Um, Ticket brought up them trying to go after Chris Middleton. I think that will be great for them. They do that. They're looking really dangerous. Hey, they get um, Chris it's gonna look real crazy over there, but if they don't get Chris Middleton, it, it just—it's a lot of depending on what happens and what they do going on um, from here on out. Yeah, um, they—they they just backcourt a little bit small for me, but uh, yeah, I think they improve their floor spacing by adding another Marcus Smart because Marcus Smart is a, is a way better uh, shooter than Dylan Brooks, not even close. Um, and he's um, then Marcus Smart can rebound, can guard one through four. Another guy that can switch on out on everything, switchability. Um, great point of attack defender. Um, I, li I like the move of getting Marcus Smart. Uh, you put Desmond Bain at the three, then um, you put Ja. Hold on, you put Ja, Marcus Smart, Desmond Bain, 
and then Jared Jackson Jr., then Steven Adams. So mm-hmm. um, I like it. I like it a little bit. I think it proves a little bit of a starting five. I don't know about their bench. You know what I'm saying? I think they need to continue to get some, add some more pieces to their bench. But uh, I just didn't like how they gave up two first-round picks for Marcus Martin. It's just crazy. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, yeah, I like that, it. I think it's kind of why I was asking that, Mookie, though. I'm like, how much better do you guys think that he is from, from Tyus Jones? Was he worth them two round, first-round picks? I think well, so. If they, if they believe they're going to be a playoff team and they're going to be making these second-round runs and try to push for the finals, yeah, you're, not, you're not worried about the end of the first-round pick. In, their first round pick. in yeah. Boston's eyes, those are just assets. I don't think they're really? looking at those picks and they're like, yeah, we need these to uh, bolster our bench or whatever. They could. Easily they could. But I don't mm-hmm. think that's what they're using them for. They're looking at them as just trade assets. I don't think well, it was that much for a real. Okay. Right. I mean, again, you're talking about the Boston – I mean, the Memphis Grizzlies who had a top-10 offense – Last season. So now you add Marcus Smart to that offense, which he's going to bolster their defense as a league guard. So if you play him, you play him in Ja in the backcourt. I think that that point of attack with Marcus Smart is, I think that's going to speed up their offense because him as a defender, he's going to create turnovers. Not only going to create turnovers, he's going to get yeah. Ja out in the open floor more when Ja comes back. And you mm. also got and you also and you also got Jaron Jackson. And Steven Adams is going to come back. So now you got your dirty work guys in the paint. So they're going to be winning in a different way than they would before they got Marcus Smart. I think this is really good for them. Add that to the fact that Marcus Smart is respected in the league. And when I say respected, I mean respected as a vet. When you even bring up when you bring up stuff like leadership, Marcus Smart just as a vet is respected. And if he gets on that, if he gets on that Memphis Grizzlies crew, well, first of all. I've been further than any of you dudes in here. So when you talk to me, you have to talk to me with a certain level of respect. John Moran, as good as you are, John Moran, as good as you are, J- Jaron Jackson Jr., Desmond Bain, as good as you are, none of you dudes in here have been as, fur- been as far as I have. So because you haven't, you have to talk to me with a different level of respect. So when doing that, they're going to listen to him. They might not do everything that he says, but they are going to listen to him in a lot of aspects. So I think he's going to be really good for this unit. Yeah, they have for they have for offense was just so bad against the Lakers, man. It's just like I just think they're adding another guy, Marcus Smart, who Marcus Smart and that he's here shot the three ball very, very lights out. So and then you get the rebounding. He he can he can sometimes pass, uh skip pass out to the uh, when he collapses deep into the paint, get towards the rim. Uh he can find open guys as well. Then you get like it's like you said, uh Chilltown. Another defender out there, another guy that plays in the passing lanes, another guy that creates open looks for his teammates, especially in transition, right? When he steals the goddamn ball, right? So, yeah, speeding the game up. So, look, I like, I like this move. I just didn't like giving up two first round picks. I think it's a little too much, bro. The the, the, Boston barely, they barely gave up any first round picks for a guy like Christopher Zingas. You know what I'm saying? So, it is what it is. The the move, like you write everything you were saying, Chill. I think the move definitely helps in the locker room aspect. It gives them a leader that's very respected. But mm-hmm. on the basketball court, it helps. It does help, but it doesn't help as far as getting further in the playoffs. Like they're gonna be a better team. <clears throat> but if Marcus Smart's on the team, they don't beat the Lakers this this season, you know what I'm saying? In the playoffs. So you so, so you don't think Marcus Smart pushes them over the top. <clears throat> he they, he makes them a better team, but he doesn't push them over right, the top. Right, He's not right. right. He, he helps. They, they, he helps. They, they, they're just they're good in just a different a mm-hmm. different kind of way now. Like right. they're not they're, they're not. Once again, like I said, they wouldn't have beat the Lakers this year. So it's like he's not going to put them over that hump. They got to mm-hmm. maybe make one more move or somebody else got to get a little better. Now, like what, like I did say earlier, um, a couple episodes ago, I mean, Brandon Clark was hurt. Steven Adams was hurt. So, mm-hmm. yeah, you, you put all three of those guys together. 
things change. It's a different mm-hmm. series. So I don't want it to come to the playoffs and people say, oh, well, this is all Marcus Smart changes team. Well, you got to also no. remember Brandon Clark and Steven Adams weren't there. So make sure that those two big fellas get the respect they deserve right. next year if things look different. And I think that's that's a great point because they're also they're also losing Dylan Brooks. And mm-hmm. I know some people say losing, but sometimes, right, it's addition by subtraction. Mm-hmm. So they lose some of that heat and that silliness that he brought mm-hmm. to the table. And so you replace that with Marcus Smart and, like you said, and those two bigs that were hurt. This kind of feels like a different team. There might be a mm-hmm. different attitude. They might be more professional going well, into the playoffs. Which, I was about and, to say and no one's going to be poking though. the bear, right? Right. That, that could I was, be a I was, good thing. Being I was about to say that thing. to you. So before you get Marcus Smart on this crew, Tone, who's the adult in the room? Because we got romper room in here. Babe. We got a bunch right. of dudes throwing toys around, swinging from the chandelier. Who is the supervisor? Who is the who is the adult in the room? Well, Marcus Smart shows up, and now we actually have an adult in the room now. Yeah. Instead of Marcus throwing toys around... The, uh... It may be, may, may, may very well be, because now instead of throwing toys around the around the playroom, guys are just sitting around playing with them. And now there's a little bit more structure in here, as opposed mm-hmm. to before he showed up, you know, we just had complete and total chaos. Now, don't get me wrong. When you got that amount of money, when you got when you got guys, especially young guys in particular, making that kind of money, it's pretty hard to control them. I think that that I don't think that that's a question. But to settle this down, right, to settle this down and to understand what the goal is here. And make no mistake about it, Marcus Smart will invite you outside. So don't mm. think for one second that Look, any of you dudes are going to be talking to him crazy, whether it's Jaron Jackson message, or right? Ja. So, But they also sent a message, right? It's like, you know, we're not going to – because I think for a long time they allowed it to happen. Hey, we're yeah. not going to – we're not, we're not going to hey, – you're certain crazy, but we're not going to allow you to go too far because if you right. do, hey, we're going to move on from you. And that right. – that, Puts it into perspective for people who like being there. If you don't like now, being I, there, well, different. Now, right? can I ask? Are, are we beating around the bus and just saying this is John Morant? Because I'm, I'm thinking about yes. the team. Say it, Damo. I, I, I can't think of any other players, any other players that's causing problems for this team. Only thing people can tell me is John Morant and oh, Dylan Brooks talk too much. Marcus Smart talks too much. I don't think Dylan Brooks is going to get a sit down with Marcus Smart saying, "Hey, man, don't poke the bear." No, Marcus is going to push that. So Marcus Smart is literally here. To watch John Morant is what I'm hearing. Like all this we're saying for the Grizzlies is just John Morant watching. I think Again, also on house arrest. My Dom- house arrest. <laughs> once he gets, once he gets the bracelet off, he's got to watch. Well, Damos, it's like it's not only that, but y'all, you, y'all recall Stephen Adams was trying to step into that leadership role. He was trying to, and now it does it does something. It does wonders for Stephen Adams' um, leadership ability too, because now Stephen Adams finally has uh, he he needs a general to back. So now right. Steven Adams got the guy like y'all heard Marcus. You know what I'm saying? Like now yeah, Marcus is like Marcus Steven. Yeah, Marcus 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 got the big fellow like, come on, let's go, let's yeah, go get these kids. That in the one house. guy yelling, it's another thing to have people standing behind you going, Yeah. Right, right. So now, so now Steven Adams don't now because Steven Adams, I don't think I obviously I don't know these cats, but I don't think he wants to say too much. You know, he's a he's a you know a he's relaxed a cool guy. guy. He's, he's a cool cat, you know. But now Marcus Smart walk in, like, what's going on? Come on, Steven Adams walking behind him like what y'all, yeah, what y'all doing? You know, so I think <laughs> I think it, I think it helps. I, I think it really helps Stephen Adams' leadership ability as well. Kind of sound like you know. Wait till your father come home. All right, see how you acting now. Huh? Wait, wait till I tell your mother. So yeah, that's what it sounds like. All right, fellas, this is a good time to jump into the super chat. Before we do that, I just want to let everybody know we are wrapping up the show about an hour early today. Why? For good reasons. Because we have a special draft day show. 
by none other than the great fluent and chill they will be bringing on a couple guests uh one guy he's from france he's very familiar with uh you know the the, the two french prospects victor and Bilal. um his name is fred ajiwanu there you go right there fred ajiwanu and we have another guest a guy who actually plays in the french league he played for sacramento for a little bit there there he goes chime manuki so uh, we'll get a chance to talk to these guys, hear about their experiences in France, hear about how they feel about, obviously, the uh, the, the two French prospects coming in. And uh, they'll be able to tell us about some of the other um, elite overseas prospects coming to uh, chill. Your guy, James Najee, get to talk about him as well. So uh, you guys tune in, uh, Fluent and Chill. They're going to deep dive into some of these prospects and talk about, you know, just some some of the some of the good prospects coming in and the French league as well as a whole and mm -hmm. Fluent and Chill will also have their uh, later show at the regularly scheduled time as well. Mm -hmm. So you guys tune into both of those shows. It's a special draft day with two special guys and mm -hmm. some special guests as well. And Haley will be there as well. So you guys tune into that. H go, go actually watch it. Watch a dub host for once. Mm -hmm. But <laughs> but let's get back into these super chats. Uh, Givenchy Floresto said, will the two-man game pick and roll with Jalen Brown and JT and Christos Porzingis help in late games? Are they closer or farther to a, ship, to a chip? Do they still need a better playmaking guard, or do both Jays get better at playmaking? I think this works for I think this works for Boston because with the pick and roll, it's not just going to be pick and pop. You got a guy in Porzingis who can score in the post. So we got a pick and dive guy who can stop who can either dive to the box and score in the box, or he can dive to the mid post. He can score in the mid post, or he can pick and pop. So this just gives them a completely different dynamic. And it also makes Jason Tatum a better playmaker and a better scorer because he's got an option like KP. I think this is great for them. I don't want to see Jalen Brown running pick and rolls. Me neither. I, you, you know why? You, you notice, Mars, that I said Jason Tatum, right? Yep. yep. Okay, I just want to make sure we clear. <laughs> Does does anybody think that this makes them closer to a championship team? Yes. Well, yeah, I mean, they improved. So, yeah, they are closer to a championship team. Do I think it makes them the favorites? No. But they're closer than they were 24 hours ago. So, Boston in six. <laughs> Philly in five. You're still on that Philly train, huh, Mars? You're still oh, on that Philly a, train. That's a bad train, Morris. I had to, <laughs> hey, that train was moving fast. It was it was swerving, hey, wobbling, all that. Hey, I, I jumped off. I didn't even know. Yeah, I didn't even look where I was jumping. Opportunity, Mars, to get off that Wait. train. You could you could have stopped it. Blowout city. You could have stopped there, right? You. What, what are you doing, Mars? Get off Wait, the train, Ron, Ron, Ron. So you're you're saying that you officially did it? Because remember last year during the play, like, this playoffs, you said if they come back, <laughs> I swear I will let it go. So you, are you going to leave it alone? Um, the process is there, dead to This you? much faith in Joel Embiid. And I don't care who you put around him. Okay. This much faith. Unless you I put Giannis it. around him more. So you out on Joel like Embiid. You <laughs> out. I'm out. I'm out. Chill, it's chill. Just I'll no, I'll it's no way, seven years ago. <laughs> it's no way that you go up 3-2 and just can't find a way to close it out. It's, it's just hey, no way. Hey, hey is going to hate, man. Hey is going to hate. Man, look. I've been caping for him for the last however long I can think of. I can't do it no more. I ain't out on. I'm not out on Embiid yet. Not yet. 
but not not with this unit. Now, if he gets somebody else over there that I think is a little more trustworthy or reliable, then maybe <laughs> you, we could do it. But. You just said I don't care who they put around him. Don't look, no, don't I said I said Giannis or somebody <laughs> like that. If, if he gets like, let's say Jimmy goes back over there, it's like, all right, well, hold on, Mars, you you got. You Embiid, got Embiid had, come on, guys. Embiid had no help. Embiid had, Embiid has never had any help. Is that what it is, right there, Mars? He was he was basically LeBron in his first his first Cavaliers stint, right? Even LeBron had Even LeBron Even LeBron had a top five defense. He's got nothing. Exactly. All right, so I'll continue to keep it pushing. Well said. Tatum's sad as fuck if he loses again with the most help. I'm so sick of dudes like this because you're the same dude if they win. Well, he needed a super team in order to do it. That's your goofy ass. Get the hell out of here. I'm you, sick you, of dudes you, like you that. Can't, you can't please people. You, I'm so sick impressive. of dudes like that, Mars. They make me sick, man. One minute it's, yo, he, if he can't win with this crew, he's sad. But if he wins with this crew, look what he needed in order to win. Give me a break. Just say you don't like the dude. How about that? Like Just say, yo, I don't like the dude. Like the dude and I'm talking with that. Who we talking about? Tatum. Tatum. He said Tatum. Oh, Tatum. Oh, I like him. Exactly. Hey, I do agree with that, chill. A lot of people, instead of just sitting here making up excuses and just do, moving the goalpost constantly for players, just admit you got a bias. Look, that's it. Kevin Durant, Westbrook, no, the, ain't nothing y'all can do to be in my good the, graces. I'm a hate regardless. Like, and, I, and, I'm and, about it. and I'm cool with that, Damo. I can respect that. Right use, they'll use logic and say this is why, and then when you use the same logic for their favorite, they're all that it's different. Right, oh, same. It's the same. Break. Sound like we were talking about Jimmy Butler losing in the finals. Drip Bayless said, I know Scoot's talent is undeniable, but besides Steph and IT, mm -hmm. a small guard has never been a number one on a chip. Is is number two or number three too high for small point guards now? Yes. Scoot's small? Scoot's not small. He's, he's, he's at 6'2", but he's built. He, I think he's I mean, 6'3". He's, he's bigger than 6'2". Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I saw him next to Steph Curry and he looks smaller than Steph. Scoot's definitely small. Scoot's definitely small. He's 6'2 at the smallest. He's short. He's short. Yeah, but you see, he built like for sure. But even in the grand scheme of things, when we talk about point guards or when we just talk about players in general, he's going to be the smallest player on the court more times than not. 98% of the time. Who has had a long, successful winning career like a guard? That's just like really athletic, but can't really shoot from the outside. Can I say something to y'all? Since I was put on mute. Well, is it, well, it's West. Where are you put on mute? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ron put me on mute. Yeah, yeah, Ron put me on mute. I guess you could argue yeah. Kevin Johnson, but I don't know how long his career really is. Yeah, no, nah, I, I just want to say that. No, I just want to say this because y'all was talking about. Uh, the big bad ticket on mute. Y'all was, yeah, you put the big bad ticket on mute, man. No, because I just want to say this because y'all was talking about Scoop. Uh, what, what what's the other guy's name that that was supposed to be the second pick? Um, Brandon Miller. Uh, Brandon, Miller. Brandon Miller. Yeah, well, he disrespected Michael Jordan so much that they're saying that the corners are now going to take Scoot second overall. Smart kid, smart kid. His report on Bleacher Report: The Hornets are now. That is one. That, that is one intelligent young brother. He came out talking about. He came out talking about Michael Jordan ain't the goat. Talking about is this clown said Paul George is the Paul goat. He's George better. Is the goat. Yeah. Then, 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 then he said, "What else did he say?" Mike, I see Mike shoot the air ball. Mike, sixty years old, man. Man, somebody need to slap these dudes in their face, man. As great as MJ was as a player, he's equally as bad at at picking talent. So he dodged. Maybe worse. He might be good now. 
Wait, so maybe there's no conversation to be had about if a, a player say, oh, yeah, Mike's not my GOAT. Yeah, he's not getting drafted. Get him out of here. Like, we've been talking about drafting him for, for two months now. He maybe took, he's he maybe not took my GOAT. That's how bad that franchise is that they will, they will draft you based on these questions. No, no, no. No, no, no. This is chess. This is chess, not checkers. Anybody say Paul George is a GOAT? Anybody say Paul George is a GOAT need to be wiped off the goddamn yeah. tra- uh, uh, draft board because your IQ ain't there, bro. Yeah, you gotta get that. Stop the clown music right now. I do want to separate two things. People keep saying he's his favorite player. He's just basically saying Paul George is his favorite player, so no one in his eyes is gonna be over Paul George. That's all it is. Right. So y'all, he's not about to get into a whole. Oh well, Paul George doesn't have the MVPs that LeBron has, but he's still like he's not gonna do all of that. He's just gonna say Paul George is my. So y'all, so y'all really, y'all really think that kid did that oblivious? Y'all really think that kid didn't know what he was doing? I think he just thinks Paul George is Superman to him. I think the term "goat" for some kids has become just their favorite player. Yes, but he said he said other things though about Michael Jordan too. Oh, the Michael Jordan stuff is fine. The Michael, I don't care. I'm not asking if you care or not. I'm asking, I, I, I I'm asking, I'm asking do y'all think that he did that on so on so is it is it so so is there some people in his ear, big ox? Oh, you that, all right, listen. oh you're saying he did so, it on purpose not to you get you think, you think it's some people yes. you think it's some people in his ear, like yo, get up there when they talk when they ask you about the gold and they ask you about Jordan. How about you needle him a little bit to maybe get some okay, separation? You don't want to go. Me, you last place you want to go is to Charlotte, Brandon. I gotta ask the panel. Well, 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 maybe maybe if, if if MJ didn't well, add on a free throw, maybe he was gonna have been speaking trash. Not I mean, Charlotte. Good good. I don't like that. Yeah, yeah, Sixty years old. No, no. I saw Bob Cousy made like ten in a row, and he was seventy. So I'm sorry, MJ. Do better. Oh, Bob Cousy is Bob Cousy is a good guy. I don't know what's going on right now. Okay, to this day, to this day I'm not playing with right, right now, boss. I don't know, I don't know how you're good, good, but you're airborne in free first. That's kind of crazy. Too, I yeah, just don't fellas, understand. Fellas, fellas, I, we got to reel it back in. Go ahead, Damo, and then we got to reel it back question. in. No, I got a question for everybody on the draft. So so everybody knows, okay, Wembo's going first. We all agree, right? Wembo's going first to San Antonio. Mm-hmm. We all thought Charlotte was taking Miller second and then Scoot was going third. Right. So there's a reason that Charlotte doesn't didn't want Scoot. So if they're still like we don't want Scoot, and now because of Jordan ate the goat, they're not going to draft Miller. Could they go crazy Somebody and draft else. someone other than those Thompson. three? Like Thompson, at number two, Thompson, like Thompson at two. Could we see something crazy like that? Boss, what does that mean I for the Rockets? That means we get Brandon Miller, and then I'm going to OKC. That's what that means. I'm I'm don't need two Jabari Smiths on my team. So I need the Hornets to take Brandon Miller because I've heard. That if Portland if Portland has um, Brandon Miller available, they're not too sold on him, and they like him and Thompson. That means Brandon Miller might come to to Houston. So I need the Charlotte Hornets to take Brandon Miller, so Portland can get Scoot Henderson. But, but I heard if, you, you I, I heard if Brandon Miller, I heard if Brandon I want anyone but Brandon Miller. That's what I want. I don't know why you don't like Brandon I, Miller. I heard if Brandon Miller was available at three, Toronto would trade uh, with Portland for Miller and uh, Simons for Siakam. Mm-hmm. The reason, do that. That's the reason why Miles doesn't the reason why Miles doesn't like Brandon Miller is because he thinks Brandon Miller is Trevor Ariza and he already got Trevor Ariza on his crew. That's why he don't like Brandon Miller. Trevor Ariza Miller, nice. he, he can create. He's better than he's better than Jabari Smith offensively. I just I'm not sold on him. 
So okay. I want a Men Thompson. I, want I just Thompson. don't see Scoot going to a team where a team has a on-ball dominant guard. I think right. Scoot, I I don't see too many teams trying to pull off the Detroit system of having two of your best young guys be basically point guards. I don't see how that works in the long run. One of them has to be off ball. And with Lamelo Ball, listen, great skill set. I think Charlotte has it in their mind. He needs the ball in his hands to be the most efficient and most productive. So mm-hmm. they're not going to get a guy like Scoot, who's not the best shooter already. You're not going to get him to play off ball, and you don't want to get the you don't want to get the ball out of Lamelo's hands. It makes no sense to get Scoot. If so I'm does that I'm mean going. that I trade down two or three? Does that are changing Scoot, Scoot should go to Houston. I don't think four, he has any it? of the top three picks. <laughs> Scoot goes to four at Houston. No, then Scoot, uh, well, no. I think somebody. I think somebody tries to trade up for Scoot. I think if anything, if they know they're not going to get Brandon because Jordan's crying, and they don't want to get Scoot because Scoot just doesn't fit next to Lamelo in their minds, they're going to trade down. They're just going to trade should, down. We, I mean, we're at four. We we should we could trade up to number three. We could trade. Up. We got we got to keep it pushing, fellas. But I can't wait to come in here tomorrow and talk about what actually happened and just all, all this good stuff. We'll see whether Jordan's emotional or not. And we'll see what the Blazers are feeling like. And we'll see if Mars comes back a Rockets fan or not. But I'm praying keep, your antics work, Brandon. I'm praying okay, your antics see. Work. Keep it in pushing. Indoor Voices said, in my opinion, Russ is the second or third best guard of the 2010s. That's fine. Um, he's not five. Yeah, he's he doesn't, five. doesn't have the soundboard. That's not ridiculous. It, dep- it depends on your opinion on, like, Chris Paul. I always have Chris Paul over Westbrook, but you can say it's biased. Yeah, so I, I have him top five, but it depends on Chris Paul. I'm, I'm with you, Dama. Wayne Go Crazy said, "Imagine taking the year after Wim. Imagine tanking the year after Wimby." Yeah, that's like, crazy. Yeah, it's it's crazy that you don't know what you're going. Yeah, next year's class has that Matus Bezalus, I believe. It's Literally, it's a six eleven point guard in the draft next yeah, year. Like, I don't like, so like, y'all, y'all you, just don't yeah. know. Like, look, look, <laughs> that's, next that's year's crazy. a guy. That's yeah, like the draft is just going to be trash next year. Like, whatever. Well, if that's if you tell the chat, they'll know. Boy, they start a witch hunt. Bro. Here we go. San Antonio's getting the number. San Antonio's getting the number one pick next year too. So I don't know what everyone. They do. That'll be disgusting. If they get crazy. big and they get that six eleven cat. Crazy. Oh my god. That's a six eleven point guard and a seven foot five power forward, oh, small forward, wherever they <laughs> That's nuts. But y'all moving along. Alan R said, "We up, baby. We still got Brockton, Boston in five. Yeah, against the Hawks, maybe. But I against think Philly? Brock can get up out of there. I'm not going to lie. I don't know. Rookie of the Violet Hour said, I just need the Sixers to make moves. Quote, unquote, blow it up. So the process is is already processed. And that's it. We're done with uh, the process. This, 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 yeah, the process that's, done. Been done. that's been done. That's been done. The process is over. The bias but, over Jimmy. That's when the process really died. Okay. So if the process is over, why is Joel Embiid still on the crew? You're right. You he's trade Philly. Him. He is if the, Philly. If the, if the process is, is, is processed. The process already. failed. The process failed. So they should blow it up. You're right. Because Obviously. he was part of the process. Ben Simmons was part of the process, if I'm not mistaken. So Ben Simmons is gone. So if Ben Simmons is gone and the process has failed, ridiculously, by the way, because they haven't been out of the second round since they got Joel Embiid, why is Joel Embiid still on the crew? You're right. He should how, be gone. How, how different do you think things would have been if Marco Fultz didn't just forget how to shoot? I think that he was still a project. He was more, I don't think he was as further along as Ben was, to be honest with you. I think Ben was a little further along. I think that implosion that he had in the playoffs, I think that if, I think Philadelphia handled that wrong, had they been able to 
handle that just a little bit better and not just completely throw him under the bus like they did, even though he was bad. Don't get me wrong. Even though he was bad, had they been able to handle that a little bit better, then I think it would have I think it would have gone a little bit better with Ben Simmons as opposed to Markel Fultz, because I think Ben Simmons was further along than Markel Fultz was. I think they trade Ben Simmons a lot sooner if Markel is actually functional. I, I think Markel ended up being uh, – he doesn't forget to shoot because when he when he gets to Orlando, his game was really like – the moment he started playing in Orlando, his game was Good. looking like what yeah. it was supposed He's to be. He's polished. He just can't shoot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Literally, his game was there. So if he starts like that from day one, which we can assume two years into your career, you're going to be better than you were when you was a rookie. But if his game is somewhat there or even remotely there like it was when he first goes to Orlando – he develops into something totally different, and they'll be willing. Or, or to they, or they could have just drafted Tatum and had Tatum in. The yeah, league. that was my thing. You could have just drafted Tatum, had Ben Simmons be the official playmaker, and which doesn't make sense to me at all. It doesn't make sense to me, Damo, because when you got a guy selling you that, yo, Markel Fultz is my guy, but I'm interested in trading this pick to you, wouldn't that raise your red flags? Like, wait a minute, what are you up to? Because if you really, you spent a, a year. No. You spent a year with Ben Simmons training and rehabbing for injury. You knew what his game was. I don't, right. There's no way he conf- There's no way he tricked you that whole year of training of him not being this playmaking type of guard. God, right. a big playmaker. You knew that's who he was. Going into that draft, why would you not put the best perimeter scorer, the best perimeter player around that guy in pair with your big man? It made no sense. That doesn't I, – I, I, again, I don't really consider myself to be the smartest dude, but if Mars is telling me, yo, I love this guy – I just don't love him at one. I love him. As, are you considering, would you like to trade? Immediately my thought is, well, who is Mars after? Because if he ain't after this guy, he after somebody else. Who is he really after? So what's going on here? Yeah, and that's basically that's what, that's that's basically what was going on there. I, I, I still don't get that. I still haven't gotten a satisfactory answer on that. So anyway. Yeah, you would definitely have your suspicions up, especially with a sleazeball like Mars. But well, moving along. Particularly with a scumbag like Mars, in fact. <laughs> especially with a scumbag like Mars. Stephen Hines said, what moves do the Milwaukee Bucks need to make in order to return to the finals and win? Does Chris Middleton resign? And what does his contract look like? Huge fan of the show. Well, that $40 million that he opted out of, he's looking for security more yeah. than anything. He's, he's going into year 12, so... After that, if he ends up opting into that forty million, that's probably his payday for the rest of his career. Now, if he now coming into this season, he's looking for like a three, four year deal at like a three year deal for like one ten, maybe I, I, I'm going to say like around one ten, may, may, possibly something like that, because it makes no sense for a team to extend him past four years considering his injury history and he's been going this way. So he's, he's looking for security very much like Fred Van Fleet is. I I think the future of the Bucks is entirely on Adrian Griffin. I don't know anything about him as a coach. I don't know his philosophy. I don't know if he's good or bad. I just think coaching is what's going to determine how well this Milwaukee Bucks team does. And if Adrian Griffin is a good coach, who uses Yanis correctly. And yes, they do need a, another shot creator. So probably bringing back Chris Middleton. I'm definitely not paying three years, a hundred plus million for him. Three years, 90 is the max I would go. But mm-hmm. um, you need another shot creator. So you probably bring back Middleton. And then it's entirely dependent on the coaching down there, in my opinion. And that would determine whether or not they'll go back to the championship. I don't think that... Do you guys hate Levine in Milwaukee? Because I love I think it. If, they, if they bring everybody no, back, everybody healthy, bring in Levine, ship off, Middleton, like sign and trade, maybe 
Um, I like Adrian Griffin, like I said, as I've seen him as an assistant coach and, and the things that he did when he kind of helped the Raptors coach when uh, Nick Nurse missed a couple games. Everything points to him being a good, adjustable, defensive-minded coach who will make adjustments as long as he stays true to that, who he is. I really like you bring in Levine, who can get his own shot, who can play some defense, healthier uh, than Chris Middleton. And then, because really what stopped him last year was health mm-hmm. and some coaching. So if you're healthy and you got a better coach, which I think he is, I think they're good. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think they need to re. I don't, this is a tweak. It's not a yep. change. I do, I do really like Zach Levine, in my opinion. But I'm just very high on Zach Levine. Like, I'm higher on Zach Levine than most people. But I do really like him in Milwaukee. Yeah, I think we agree on him. I'm high on him, too. Mars, when he got in the right situation, said, he's probably, he's probably going to be the closest thing we've seen to Kobe Bryant. I don't know. That's if what I thought, higher. too, yo. Okay, 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 okay. So you guys are higher than me. You guys are higher than me. I don't know. People are more higher than me. Mars, to be honest with you, I, I did. I, he he kind of gave me Kobe Bryant vibes. He did. I, I thought that he could be that good. I with the athlete that he was, the scorer that he was, he did give me those kind of vibes. Y'all serious? Yeah, yeah. I, I literally no, yeah. no cap. Damn. Listen, odds <laughs> no cap. I went on a visit to UCLA. I, I visited that school back when I was playing ball when I was in SAC. We went there. Mm-hmm. I asked them on campus. We, I was like, "Yo, who's the best hooper?" They said Kyle Anderson. We went and watched them all play. I was like. Yeah, no, I don't know who that kid is. Right, who is that? Oh, you, oh, Zach. I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. Zach. Y'all said Kyle's. Hey, that was a good that? UCLA team too, that was by the good way. UCLA team. That, was, that was nice. They had Norman Powell too, didn't they? No, they didn't have Norman. They had one. Ah, uh, no, they had Jordan Adams, and they had one more bucket getter. But it, it was it was a good team though. It was a it good, was a good team. team that year. But yeah, people were going watching. Go watch Zach Levine at UCLA. I was going to watch Toby Bailey, bro, and. And Ed O'Bannon, damn, made me feel old as a Kobe Bryant, <laughs> Jesus Christ, I did Wow, okay, yeah, I said Kobe. Kobe's high, yeah. Kobe's All right, y'all, we got we got to keep it pushing. Uh, Mason K. Masink, OG, he said, PC drinking game, take a shot every time. Ticket says, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hope y'all have <laughs> a good day. We won't have Joey be drunk. <laughs> we can't. We can't like, is that one shot? Is that one shot for each hold on? Yes. One shot for, yes. for each, one shot for each hold, on. hold on. So when, when he's like, hold on, hold on, hold on. together, uh, yeah, that's three. seven shots right there. That's seven. Uh, Jesus. Can't wait to play that game, PC weekend. I'm too young for that game. I don't think I can play. <laughs> yeah, he's not old enough to drink. Me Cash out Abu said Boston should go and get somebody like Deshante Murray. At the one and sign and trade Grant Williams for Christian Woods. How do you get that? First of all, they do that. They're a super team. I'm sorry. If they get DeJounte Murray and Christian Wood, they keep. They They play in 2K. And Rob Williams. They play in 2K. That's a super team. They 2K trades with the salary cap off. Yeah. And Atlanta's gonna and Atlanta's gonna give and Atlanta's gonna give Dejounte Murray to Boston after they just after they just got four ones for him. They're gonna give him up. No, they're not doing that. That'd be dumb. No, no way are they doing that. Lonnie Williams said Jordan going to work out for a few weeks, then coming to cook. Brandon, uh, tell him to make some free throws. Everybody's everybody's airball the free throw, Mars. You'd know that if uh, you played. I, 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 <laughs> I, I highly doubt Steph Curry's able to free throw. I highly doubt. Steph I saw real good. I, I'll send you the tape. I highly doubt. You forget he went to junior I, high here. We, we I highly there. doubt. I highly <laughs> doubt Kobe Bryant able to free throw. I highly doubt it. Yeah, real good. It. Yeah, real good right there. Exactly. <laughs> Cash out of Boo said KP and Robert Williams at the four and five is scary. Yes. Yes, it is. They're gonna be trouble. 
Drip Bayless said, y'all delusional if y'all think he's going to have KP and Al in the corners. If y'all think he's, if y'all delusional if y'all don't think he's going to have KP and Al in the corners while they shoot 63s a game. Jay Drip, you're actually delusional. I think Jay Mazzula might I don't know. I don't know. I'm glad you brought that up, Maul, because yes, he is going to do that. You're right. He is going to get fired. Yes, sir. There you go. That's exactly what's going to happen. Then the hook's going to come in like the Sandman at the Apollo. Yank him right out. He's going to get fired. Yes, sir. Congratulations on your new Yes, sir. He is going to do that, and he's going to get the hook. If you think you're gonna play five out with them two dudes, no, Hopefully he's getting Sam fired. And give Jason Tatum a post game. Hopefully, or, or, or not a, not necessarily a post game. More than just in the mid range and in the mid post. Yeah, as opposed to shooting 17 threes, Miles. I'm gonna crash my car if I gotta watch that again. I swear I can. Jason Tatum works out. He works on his game. Yes. There's no. There's no way he doesn't have a a mid range game. There's no way he doesn't have a mid post, mid range, twelve foot. Open up game. He has that. There's, he has it. There's We've no, seen it though. Bob. You, it's not even you, about you, him working you, on his game. You, 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 you know the difference. To get money. Right. You, but you know the difference. Know? The difference though, Big Ox, is that he doesn't trust it, which suggests to me mm. that he trusts the long ball more, and he trusts the long ball more because he works on the long ball more. That's why he trusts maybe, that. Maybe he doesn't just, work. Maybe he's lazy. Chill. Maybe maybe he's lazy. Chill. He don't he don't want to he don't want he don't want to get to that. Maybe he's just lazy. and He's just you know settling for stupid threes and stuff. Analytics tell you layups and threes and free throws. So maybe he's just playing that game. Well, that's even worse. Dumb. I don't yeah, know, know, know which one is worth, worse. Listen to a computer or just being is. lazy. I, I, I think that's what it is. Drink More Water said, somebody asked this question, but it didn't get read. I wonder why. Most of the high IQ players you guys named are greasy play passer slash playmakers. Are there any high IQ players that are considered great facilitators? Kobe. Hmm. Kobe, Kobe are, Let me tell you, something. Currently? Kobe had the highest IQ of any basketball player ever. Period. It's not even debatable. The only difference is, and I keep telling Joe this, he just didn't always listen. He knew the right thing to do was this, that's but he's a like, problem, nah, fuck, I'm gonna shoot it anyways. <laughs> that's a problem. You can you you can you can design you can design the structure of a building, yeah. but then if you don't listen to know how this building could get blown up, that affects your IQ. So no, no, if, no. If, 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 yeah, I, if, I don't if, know about highest IQ ever, but I do think he. Yeah, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. It's, listen, um, listen, 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 listen. I know I don't want to get too. You know, I minored in psychology. Yes. You know who you know the people who have some of the highest IQs serial killers, mm -hmm. right? There's just something that tells them, yeah, yeah. yeah check mm -hmm. that, Ron. Don't make that face, man. I'm telling you, super high IQs. And but there's something that just they they know, they know, but they can justify because they're so smart doing the right. wrong thing. It doesn't mean it doesn't make them any. It doesn't lower their IQ just because they would do it. So, Kobe to, is to, the serial to, killer of to basketball. Answer, <laughs> to to answer this question. To answer this question, if you're, if we're talking all time, Dennis Rodman was one of the smartest yeah, basketball players ever. But I'm gonna let you go, Damo. You got it. Well, I, no, I was. Gonna and say I'm, I'm actually gonna. Heard the, yeah, I was about to say because I was about to have to dip out too. Um, mm -hmm. I was gonna say Dennis Rodman when it told the story about him sitting and watching guys in the layup lines and pregame and just watching the ball and he, yo, yo, wow, what you doing? I'm counting the spins because depending on how many spins on the ball will determine where the ball's going off the rebound so I can get my boards. Uh, Joe, when he shoots, is 12, is eight spins. And when you shoot, is four. Stuff like that. If you're doing that, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, your IQ is through the roof. But yeah, man, that, and, uh, and he, I, and he I, came I, in and picked up the triangle offense like that, which is like easy. one of the most complicated, easy. hardest uh, offenses to pick up. Boom, right away he knew it. So yeah, that's a good one. I, I, I agree, Dennis Rodman. Yeah, that's a, right. that's a very good one. See y'all in fifteen minutes. All right, I'll be, there in a, I'll be there in a little bit, Tom. All right, bro. You got more gun too. All right, cool, cool. We got a couple more super chats. Yep. Tyrone Winder. Winder, yep. Winder. However, uh, appreciate you for donating. He said Robert Williams signed a contract extension last offseason and is signed through 2026. Right. Mm-hmm. That was that was uh that was what Moss brought up. I had forgotten all about that. And they got him for a little bit of money too. They yeah, they got, him, they got him in a very team friendly deal. Yeah, they got him for a little bit of money. That's a fact. <clears throat> Khalil 2025 said, Is Boston technically a super team now? Tatum's top 10, Brown's top 20, and Porzingis is arguably a top five power forward. Let's Brown, just say for the sake Brown's of argument, that they are. Funny, but let's just say, let's, let's just say for, for the sake of argument, they are. So? Still doesn't make the <laughs> super team. So? And the reason why I'm saying so is because. Where'd they get where'd they get Jalen Brown at? in the draft? Where'd they get Jason Tatum in the draft? So this whole super team theory, it came about because guys, LeBron James, guys like that, Kevin Durant, jumped on teams that were already that, and they became, quote unquote, super teams. So the logic here is, are they now a super team? Well, not in the conventional sense, they're not. No, because this team was built through the draft. I just don't think they're a super team. To Quay White said, banking your entire future on Jalen Brown becoming this superstar level player and improving flaws that he still has from his first year is crazy. Well, he had a career year this year, though. I mean, like we're talking about Jalen Brown. Don't get me wrong. I was real critical of his ball handling. It's amateur. No doubt about that. It looked really amateur. But what we can't discount is he did have a career year and he is an all pro. So he is. I mean, there aren't many guys. I think he was 27 and seven as the number two. There's not many guys that are, I, don't, I think he's the only dude in the league that was that. So as bad as he was in terms of his ball handling, he's still elite. Now, me and Mars differ on the fact that he's a top 20 player. I'm having a difficult time naming 20 guys better than him, but that's neither here nor there. But Jalen Brown is elite. And the fact that he's probably who he is in year seven, 26 and seven is pretty, is 26, 27 and seven as the number two, still pretty damn good. Run your meters. Can't hear you, Mars. Can't hear you, Mars. It's no way he touches your top twenty. Well, I'd have to like make a list, but I highly, 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 extremely highly doubt he's in my top twenty. Just say but he ain't in your top twenty, Mars. Just that, there's room for possibility. It's possible, but I highly, that, highly doesn't highly, sound like it's really possible. It sounds highly like doubt. less Maybe than likely. It's it's possible. Okay, less than likely. All right, moving along. D Zeus said, I look at Mookie's takes like a commercial break. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you say something like that? Like, you know, because it's not true, but it's just funny, you know. K Gemma 89 said, PG equals Paul Goat. LOL. Mm-hmm. That is one smart kid. I'm trying to tell you. PG is the goat, ain't that bad. That's terrible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> put, put, put him in the nineties. He has seven rings. I don't give a damn where you put him. That's a terrible take. Uh, Mars is getting tired, y'all. He's about to see. He's about to start trolling. 
Marcus, is that what it is? You start getting tired. Oh, it makes it's, sense. Not not tired, just just oh, fatigue, just fatigue from streaming practice. on the camera oh, and stuff. Okay. If you pay, if you pay, everything Michael Jordan can do. If you pay, if you pay attention like, at about if you at, at about a minute, a minute, an hour and thirty nine minutes of every episode, Mars kind of just gets that little relaxed. Uh -oh. and he just, I need, uh -oh. I need my, I need my. Oh, so, time, we get, right? so, so we get, so we get, so we get late in the game, Big Ox, and at that free throw line, it look a little bit further. Yeah, I saw, I saw his brain to troll. Oh, yo. Apollo C Media said, DA campaign Darius Baisley for Clint Capella and Murray. No, no, <laughs> Damn, that was a hard no. <laughs> no, no, drink more water. Said Boston essentially traded smart for Jones and two first round picks, mm -hmm. then traded Jones, Gallinari, Mike Muscala, and a second round pick. How did Boston pull this off? Is smart that much better than Jones to command picks, too? Yes. I think, I, we, over, I think we overstate the value of picks. Like, we yeah. keep saying picks, but like, I, if you get the 28th pick, like, like, instead of calling them a pick, say you've got someone who's going to have a three-year NBA career. That's what a 28th pick usually is. Like, no disrespect. Like, sometimes they'll pan out. But you, you calling them picks is more idealistic than what they usually are. If you right. get if you trade the 28th pick in the draft, more often than not, you're going to get someone who maybe plays eight minutes a game and is out of the league after their rookie contract. So that's what they traded Tyus Jones and Marcus Marble. That's what really that's it was. That's, that's, Which that's goes back to the... Yeah, absolutely. 100%. That's why I was asking. If it's a lottery pick, then it's a little more. Exactly. That's different. If the, more if, if, is, the, is the 28... That's why I said, is the 28th pick... Is he going to be better than Tyus Jones in three years? And with that being said, there is 28 picks that you can hit on, a la like DeJounte Murray's, Jordan Poole's, guys like that that could pan out to turn around, turn around and be good players, but... More than likely, you're not. It's, it's hit or miss. It's hit or miss. I, well, I look at that as a franchise problem. My thing is, a lot of times, I, I see franchises are trying to draft their star player no matter where they get. It's like sometimes you need to be drafted for your eighth man. Draft somebody that you know you're, you're going to play 15, 16 minutes that's a game and, and develop him into what you're trying to be. If you keep going into the draft looking for home runs, then these 28 picks are going to be exactly what Mars is saying they are. I think that's more of a, a, a organization problem than it is these the, the players at these spots. <clears throat> you try You keep trying to draft your starting shooting guard in the beginning of the second round. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why the Spurs have so much success, too. Yeah. On top of them just being able to build talent, too, or develop talent. I mean, they got Keldon Johnson. I think he was a late first-round pick. Mm -hmm. I mean, they, they, I, I think he was a late first-round pick. But for every, you know, for, for every Keldon Johnson or Jordan Poole, there's the Tony Bradleys of the world, right? There's the Jacob Evans of the world. Guys that you like, you know, who is this dude? And yeah, that, you guys showing me the exceptions in the chat, like you guys are sending me exceptions around those guys. There's still like four guys who you don't even you haven't even heard of. Who's Umfiondu Cabangeli who got drafted at the 27th pick in the and same Cabangeli was nice nice for the state, you guys, though. Yeah, you, guys, you guys are telling me about him, but yo, yeah, but guess what? He got drafted. I forgot about Cabangeli. Like these guys, like he's not in the league no more. Like that's, yeah. right. that's right. the exceptions don't disprove the rule. A 28th pick. I, I, think, I, you, I think I think you're right, Mars. Like. Like, that's all I'm saying. I'm not saying you can't you find not. value with those picks. You can, but more often but, than not, you're not going to. But, Ron, right. answer your question. Answer that Super Chat real quick, though. Marcus Smart is that much better than Tyus Jones. With all due respect to Tyus, I love Tyus. But right now, all right, y'all. Moving along. Uh, 
Russell Clark said, outside of the blockbuster trade, what would happen this offseason? I think point guard, I think point guards, savvy guards like Paul, Lowry, Schroeder, Bruce Brown will be the difference for contenders. Yeah, Denver need to get back Bruce Brown. They they like they need to do what they can to get him back, which I don't know if they will because they're starting to get draft picks, so maybe they can just have another rookie like Christian Brown contribute for mm-hmm. them because they're expecting to lose Bruce Brown. But I'd be doing nearly everything in my power to bring back Bruce Brown. I don't which know how much Dennis Schroeder has to be honest, but other than that, yeah. Which was smart for Bruce Brown because again, we're talking about a dude that he was a major contributor on a championship team at six and a half million. Well, I can double that. I'm yeah. I'm 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 confident that I can double that somewhere else if they're not going to pay me. So it kind of works out for both teams. But to Miles's point, I would be trying to bring him back. One hundred percent, I would be. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they saying Lakers just moved up from forty-seven to forty. Like that's news. Every time the Lakers breathe, there's some news. Hey, the maybe they can get maybe they something. can get maybe they can get James Naji at forty. Well, man, Lakers fans are delusional. It's sad. Or maybe they get no money back if he dropped to forty. Whoa. He moved up to the 40 from the 47. We're making moves. Hey, because Jokic was drafted at 41, so they're just trying to get ahead of the curve and get the new Jokic. Mars, you just said what you just said. Hey, 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 hey. There we go. Hey, Ron, I got to get ready for for this. But I I, I got one more. What we got? A super chat from Bailey Adams. Shout out to Bailey Adams. Um, She said Jokic had a better career than Carmelo Anthony. They should retire <laughs> from number 15, not Carmelo's. I disagree, Boo. Bailey. Boo. Just retire retired number 15. Just retire number 15. Just boo, yeah. Bailey. Yeah. <laughs> boo. Tomato. 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 <laughs> We're throwing tomatoes at you for that right there. Like Carmelo Anthony was just okay. Boo. So, Moss, I mean, not Moss. Fellas, I'll see y'all. I'll see y'all tomorrow, but I got to get ready. I got to get ready for round two. I'll get with y'all later. Out. Super draft show coming up next. I got a couple more super chats that I do want to read, and then we're going to get up out of here. Appreciate y'all for tuning in. Y'all make sure you jump straight from this show right over to Fluent and Chill and go tap in with some of them guests. Uh, They're going to have some good knowledge on Wimby and Bilal and just some more other foreign prospects as well. Yeah. But from Keys. He, he or she said, I'm a Magic fan. Help me understand why people think we need a guard. We got Fultz, Cole Anthony, Jalen Suggs, and Gary Harris. What I see what, what I see, we can use is a better five-man or a backup four. Your thoughts? I'm just not high on any of your guards besides my Marco Fultz. I think Cole Anthony's a sixth man, which is cool. You can keep him. I'm off Jalen Suggs. Uh, I'd, I'd trade him. Gary Harris isn't great. He can shoot. I mean, he might have some value elsewhere, so I trade him. Um, I like Wendell Carter Jr., so I don't know if you really need a five. I think Wendell's really good. Um, a backup four, I guess. But I don't know if you're drafting a backup four with the sixth or the eleventh pick. That seems kind of counterintuitive. So that's why I think people are saying you need a guard. All right, fellas. And last but certainly not least, Uncle Ruckus. Said thoughts on Smart's <clears throat> defense versus Draymond's. I've been told Smart clears because of versatility. But I don't necessarily agree. I wholeheartedly disagree. I think Draymond's clears, and I think Draymond's also more versatile than Marcus Smart. But what do I know? Ox. Um, they they play. It's different. They both play a different style. I think uh, Marcus Smart's a better on ball defender. So sometimes sometimes people look at that and they assume that makes him a better 
all-around defender, but Draymond definitely does his thing on the defensive end. Facts, facts. All right, y'all. We're jumping off. We're going to be here at the same time tomorrow. Can't wait to talk about the draft. Can't wait for um, Mars to come back a different fan of a different team. And can't wait to see who goes number two. Feel the roar. Y'all see Ox. We up out of here. We're going to catch y'all tomorrow.